welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, featuring Mr. Morton and Nicholas. Are you there, me, Nicholas? I'm here. Um, I'm just going to open a beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Getting in the mood. <laughs> it's the end of summer, and like I got to have something instead of sun, so I got beer. Well, we didn't have much sun this summer either, so I guess <laughs> we have to stick with beer. It's good enough. And uh, the audience might wonder where we've been. I guess we've been lazy because of the summer, kind of. Uh, and yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Shit Other, to do. Yeah. Well, do you have any excuses? I have some excuses. I, I've been to Norway. Oh, what a coincidence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Norway. I've been working, so didn't really have a lot of time until now, pretty much. Yeah. Where did you go in Norway? You were like hiking or something. Yeah. Uh, Outdoorsy. We did a road trip. So we went from Stockholm and then went northwest. Okay. To cross the border there. We went past where I'm from in Sweden. Yeah. And then into the mountains and started mountain climbing and shit. Whoa. So that was really cool. Was it like around Trondheim or south of Trondheim? Mm, South of Trondheim. Okay. Yeah, I think the area like with the mountains called like Jutunheimen. Oh yeah, I, I've been there. All right, I've passed with a car at least. <laughs> but there it's was like snow. Fucking... There was snow then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was still snow on up in the mountains, glaciers and shit. In like August or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy driving through snow and like walking through snow and having oh. snowball fights in August. It's crazy. Oh, Such a fucking badass name though, like Jutunheimen. Yeah, you, you should name some kind of um, tank or something that, or like a chamber. Yeah. Who are they? They're Jutunheimen. Aren't like in, <laughs> aren't some, um, oh, the, the giants in... in yeah, in- I was thinking that. There, there's something about the name. Uh, God damn it, I can't remember. Because it's also like in, in the Marvel uh, stuff, right? That Loki is, because Loki's dad is like a, Giant, right? From yeah, from, isn't it from Jut- Jotunheim? Isn't that which one? It's something similar. Damn it! I don't know my religion. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm googling this Jotunheim. Yeah, it's a giant home. Yeah, fuck yeah! <laughs> Did you see them, the giants? This is one of the one of the realms. Yeah. Uh, I saw a giant fucking mountains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> this is really fucking cool. Like, yeah. so awesome. Like, giant, huge areas of like just pristine snow. Yeah. Summer, and the weather is really, really nice as well. Oh, nice. I think isn't isn't it up there where they have uh, like uh, wild? They're not bison, but this muskoxe. No, no, they're far up north. Oh, okay, is it? Damn it. They're like in like close to. To Finland, okay. uh, but they had reindeers. There was a shitload of reindeers. Okay. Like all over that place, they were just walking across the roads. They're like the kangaroos of northern Sweden and Norway. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a pest. Yeah. <laughs> Although they don't jump up and like uh, kick you in the face. Um. Yeah, so that was, that was really nice. I also saw like the, the biggest waterfall 
in Sweden and also the oldest tree, one of those trees in the world. It's like 6,000 years old. Whoa. Was but that in Nor Norway as well? No, it was in Sweden. Okay. It was uh -huh. tiny. <laughs> we got old trees. <laughs> yeah, it's always weird going to Norway. It's, it's like uh, like the, the twilight zone of Sweden. It's like everything is just a bit fucky. Like, you, you mean you understand? The, the way to Norway? Or oh, you mean being in Norway? Being in Norway. Because, ah, yeah. like, they basically speak Swedish, but everything sounds a bit weird. And, like, they have the same products as we have, but different brands. Everything is a bit more expensive. Yeah. And, uh, but everything is way more beautiful. It's just like being, like, like being in Sweden, but everything is a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, and it is really, really beautiful. I don't know, like, a, a pizza in Norway costs, like... It's insane. I don't know how to, like, how, how would you translate that to? It's like 16, 17 pounds. Yeah. For regular pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in, in Sweden, it's like six, seven pounds. Yeah. Those rich bastards with their oil. <laughs> yeah, those fucking snow monkeys. Yeah. With their oil money. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I still like Norway, though. Yeah. Like Norwegians. Yeah, I, and Harry's related. I went to Games Workshop in Oslo oh. to buy some bases for my Sons of Horus. Okay. The the new Mechanicum bases. And they're really cool. Oh, nice. I really like them. Yeah. Uh, and when I was in there, there were some guys that played Heresy. So it's. Oh, in, the, in the studio? In the. Uh, yeah, they weren't playing it there, but they were uh, painting some shit and just talked Heresy. Whoa. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, I, I haven't heard anything about heresy, the heresy scene in Norway. I know it's big in, like, Finland has their own group and... Yeah, they, I'm in the heresy Norway group. Oh, there is a Norway Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't heard of any events or anything. I mean, it's so spread out. It's like, oh, you know, people live in, like, it's so far between places. You have to fly everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and there's not a lot of people living there. No, it's... Uh... But yeah. I mean, there should be shit going down in Oslo because yeah, that's, that's a really big city. Yeah. yeah, it's basically Oslo and the wilderness in Norway. Yeah, <laughs> like their roads, they, yeah. they suck so hard. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but I went through a long ass fucking tunnel. They have fucking tunnels everywhere, and the longest one I went through was like eleven and a half kilometers. Oh shit! Yeah, it's crazy. I think I've been through the the world's longest tunnel in Norway once. Uh, yeah, that must have been that one. It's close to Bergen, right? Uh, no, this one was like uh, closer to Jotunheim, I guess. It was like in the center somewhere. I think it was 25 kilometers. It's just it was insane. fucking insane. <laughs> it's a bit scary on you. Like, <laughs> what happens if some, something like a fire? <laughs> what, what can we do? Just be fucked. <laughs> Uh, but it's a coincidence. I also went to Norway, uh, but with work. My, my boss took me to uh, Lofoten. Oh. Yeah. Which uh, is oh, shit. Where is that? It's oh. like very far north. It's like this little piece of land sticking out into the, the North Sea, kind of. All right. Yeah, I remember. I recognize the name. but Yeah. It's north of the Polar Circle. Oh, there. Yeah. Uh, so... 
So we took the night train from Gothenburg, <laughs> where you have to sleep in a little <laughs> cabin, uh, me and my boss. <laughs> and you have, Whoa. You know, mm, very, <laughs> I couldn't sleep at all because it was like shaking all the night, like, oh, uh, but it, it was okay. And so we got up to the north of Sweden, rented a car, drove over to Norway, which is easier. And then, yeah, we were out there. We collected worms for work because I'm the worm guy. <laughs> uh, I okay. bet you did some worm collecting. Look, yeah. <laughs> ouch, ouch. <laughs> oh, did I tell you, like, I really like my boss, and we've been going through Norway sometimes. But this one time, um, I, uh, I was going with him and a Chinese student in a car in Norway. Uh, <laughs> and I got, I got the flow, so I told a joke, a dirty joke. Uh, it's a very in incest joke. <laughs> it's basically like, you know, I thought it was fun. Uh, so the brother tells the sister after they had sex, wow, you're better at this than mom is. Where, and the sister answers, huh, that's strange. That's what dad told me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and I think that's pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah. but imagine this. So I'm telling that and the car just goes silent. <laughs> it was the most awkward fucking thing. Oh and I hadn't oh shit. We hadn't known each other for that long at this point. <laughs> we just got like my my boss just said, Oh, that's terrible. And then it was just silence and I was hoping for like laughter. <laughs> and it, it was very yeah, very awkward for the next half hour or something in the car. <laughs> um, later, I found out he's like a member of this, um, you know, uh, missionary church. Just <laughs> like, whoops! <laughs> me. So I learned. I learned from my mistakes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Norway, Norway was know, good. know your audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nor I was looking out because out at Lofoten they also have these whale safaris and stuff. Uh, mm. But we didn't have time to go at that. But uh, I also heard from a colleague at work that he, he had seen a freaking basking shark when he were up there. And, you mm. know, it's like brugd in Swedish. Brugd. Uh, which is like a whale shark, you know, this plank. Oh, yeah. But they look Crazy. so... I'm, I'm so fucking scared of them. I, <laughs> I know they only eat plankton. But they, the basking shark looks like this ancient monster with this huge mouth. And I have this nightmare that I would, you know, be swimming in the murky water, and then I would just see this gaping mouth coming out of the darkness, like. Whoa. So I was, I was a bit scared, going into the water with a with a net, uh, but I didn't didn't happen. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking far up. Do they also have like seal clubbing safaris? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But they they have. Is like, that is that in Greenland? Released? What do they have safaris field? where you kill seals? <laughs> Probably if you have enough money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I don't think I didn't see any seals. Oh, they probably have seals. But I mean, they have uh, orcas there. All right. Whales come there, so I guess I, they eat something. Well, so you're afraid of like the friendly big mouthed shark, but yeah. like you, you have no no problem with killer whales. <laughs> they would probably yeah. I'm more afraid of sperm whales. <laughs> Enough, enough biology. Uh, that's my excuse. Uh, we have no more excuse. We're back. We're back in business. Um, today's, oh, today's show, by the way, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Scandis is coming up. So we're going to talk about our lists. 
we're also going to talk about Nicholas Tank expansion called Talarn Mode. Yeah. Uh, and then there will be an interview with Leon Green, who will talk about Thousand Sons and why you should play them. Or maybe not. <laughs> uh, but I just have to mention also, uh, I finished the other Hustle book I borrowed from you. All right. This uh, World War II book. Uh, yeah. this, this one was basically called like, Es ist Sturmgefahr Himmler, or something like that. It's like, uh, it wasn't really about Himmler though, but uh, are you still there? Uh, yeah, it's called like SS Reichsführer Himmler. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, and I just have to mention for the audience because the, these books are super grim and like uh, he talks about the terrors of the of the Second World War and stuff. And then suddenly they they've been fighting in Warsaw, the city fighting block for block. Like the entire city has been burned down more or less. They've just executed four civilians. Well, not them, but like the SS is doing that, and it's just a bloodbath of everything. And then they have like a ceasefire, and they get together in the park in town where they, they capture stray cats and they have this fucking cat race. <laughs> it was the most random thing. They're like, oh, they get street cats, stray cats, and they, they give them names and they make like, an obstacle course. And then they describe this, like everyone comes there and they like bet money which cat is going to win. And they, I think they have some kind of explosion to set them off and they can't run through the obstacles and then oh but then his cat stopped suddenly and started sleeping and they they can't interfere so they're on the other <laughs> side of the fence like you fucking cat you get up i'm gonna oh, yeah i think i remember that it was tiny's cat it's not right the, the one uh, tiny uh lila yeah. lila i yeah. think it was, it was his cat that stopped right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they just stand there and scream at these cats like you fuck i bet all my money at you, you fucking cat and like some of them have, you know, some there's like a female cat, and all the cats are interested in like, don't care about that fucking whore cat. It's just an, <laughs> and they give you, you know, <laughs> STDs. Finish now, and <laughs> it's this incredible story. It was just amazing. I I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good about those books that they're they're describing so well, <laughs> like yeah. regular dudes. Yeah, I think even like the the enemy, like some Polish people come over and they also <laughs> enter this cat contest. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of the stories as well that they they used to end up with the enemy. It's yeah. like there's a book when they're fighting in in Normandy, uh-huh. yeah, and these drove this like armored car, yeah, uh, like on a recon mission uh, uh-huh. to this small little village, and like it was a pretty like unusual armored car, so like the the allies didn't really know what it looked like. So th- they stopped at this like restaurant and there was a bunch of Americans there. And then he like, got out and yeah. went in there and started talking and just like, played cards and shit. <laughs> so they just, ah, well, we're different side. Ah, it doesn't matter. We're yeah. War is hell, right? <laughs> and like, there's a bunch of stories where they just like throw cigarettes uh, in exchange for like coffee or some shit in, oh. in Rome when they're fighting there. Okay. Over it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the Americans have better cigarettes than us, but we have some other shit that they want. So we just throw stuff at each other. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I d- definitely recommend reading reading those books. Are they, yeah. they must be translated to English, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. 
It sounds like it's a bunch of different languages. There's a there's a, even a, an English movie about. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. What, uh, what is it called? Oh shit! What is, is it? The... Must be old now, right? Yeah, it's from the seventies, I think. Uh huh. Um. Come, death, come. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called shit. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. Yeah. This I know the port- Swedish name. What is the uh, Swedish name? Döden på lärfötter. Döden på lärfötter. Death uh, on the ta- uh, on Death a- on caterpillar. <laughs> seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim, we're gonna have to have a Swedish show for you. Yeah, we're having a we're making up some plans. <laughs> the Misfit Brigade is is English uh-huh. name. Okay, well that makes sense. Also, they're kind of misfits. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to see that, anyone too lazy to read books, uh, we will say though that the books are way way better. Yeah, the, yeah, I haven't seen the movie, but the books are good. Really good. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Enough so, about that. Uh, what about new new stuff, maybe? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's. There's a new Sikoran, the Omega, the Plasma one. So all the previews we saw have now been released, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about it? Uh, I like the cane pattern more visually. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I like the rules. They're not bananas. But I think that it's been overshadowed by the Arcus so much that no one really cares about it. Yeah, the Arcus, I guess, has the best rules. <laughs> And I'm also, I think it's really weird that it's labeled as a tank destroyer. Yeah, I saw the kit, like, get this and the Venator, the tank destroyers. Yeah. The, but it's it, like a plasma weapon. Yeah, and it it can destroy tanks, but it, I would never, like, use it as a dedicated tank destroyer. Especially well, when they have the fucking Venator. Yeah, there's a lot better choices, Right, I mean, yeah, because I mean, that's the thing that it's strength nine and AP yeah. one, I think, when it shoots like concentrated, but it's get hot when it does that, and then like you score penetrating on a four plus, you do like extra hull points of damage. I don't know if it was just one or D three. I think if it's a pen, it was like D three, right? Yeah. So, <sighs> um, first of all, like you just hit on threes and that's not super good and if you roll a one you won't even fire or a and you lose a whole point yeah and that's... then you use fucking strength nine but like that's the last cannon yeah and like if you already penetrate with the last cannon then you have a chance of exploding it or just seriously fuck up a vehicle anyway yeah uh, and then yeah it's like 230 points or something so why not just get a Venator for 190? Yeah. Um, How many shots? How many shots does it fire? One. What? When it shoots concentrated, I think. What the hell? I think but, it's one. But it can shoot like, like a plasma cannonade also. Yeah. Maybe it fires two, but I think it's one. Uh, but like the, this Karen Venator is just two strength 10 AP1 ordnance, not gets hot. Yeah. <laughs> so... Plus, this uh, like shuts down super heavies with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, yeah, you, you have the dispersed firing mode, and uh, that's like strength seven, AP two. How many shots? 
like five. I have no idea. Let's let's look this up. Yeah. I mean, it's still six. Six twin links. Okay. Yeah, that one is also twin linked. It's heavy one oh. twin linked. Well, that reduces the risk of uh, get stopped at least. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, all right. So, but still, yeah. it's not super great. No. But I kind of like it that it's toned down, but still, a strength seven AP2, six shots can kill some terminators. But I still think that the the predator uh, with plasma is still way better at doing uh -huh. that job because it shoots three small blasts. Whoa, yeah. So you can get, like, if you get two under each blast, which is pretty easy to do, you get six hits for kind of the same chance. But, uh, Plasma Predator with Heavy Bolt responses <laughs> is 155 points. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a big difference. And yeah. I mean, it's not, it's so not that much less armored either. No, it's 80 points less. Yeah. And you can take that one in squadrons, right? Oh, it's, it, yeah. It's even if uh, the Sikaran also has Heavy Bolt responses. It's a hundred point less. So okay. for those points, you can get another predator, regular one with two heavy bolters. Yeah. <laughs> can you take this uh, the Sikaran in the, in the squadrons? No. Okay. You could with the predator, right? Yeah. Mm. So that's like a heavy support slot. Also, that's you know. Yeah, but this is also a heavy support slot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what you meant. Did you save space and space? Yeah. 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 Hmm, yeah, no. So now that you have a lot of secrets to choose from, uh, do you, which one is your favorite? Um, I don't know. If this is priced a bit better, I would have liked it more. And yeah. But then I would probably build it as Magic Cane. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I actually think that, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of, of the uh, Sikran chassis at all. Actually. Oh, controversial. <laughs> yeah, I had a Venator, then I got rid of it. <laughs> the underperforming Venator. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that the Venator is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool because it's just a tank destroy. It's strange that it doesn't do as as much as it as it should, but yeah. <laughs> that's another story. That's Apparently character. you need to. Yeah. No, I, I mean the, the original one is probably one of the best rules wise, I think, because it's so all rounded. The yeah, the missile one. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one is probably best. Oh, or the regular. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's true. It's really good still, but yeah, you kind of need to play armored breakthrough to use it. Because oh, yeah. it by itself taking up an entire heavy support slot is. Mm. Yeah, that's a bit tough. But, and I also like the Punisher one, of course, but you don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we also have the uh, Thousand Sons Praetor. It's oh, that's so hot. Yeah, it's a really cool model. Uh, I mean, uh, apparently I listened to um, to Tim talk about it with Maka. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I mean, the, the helmet and stuff was molded on and stuff. So I guess it's not very super easy to convert you could probably change the weapons easily but 
it's another one of those monopost ones so it's like well yeah will you see the same guy everywhere i don't know it's a bit sad and we talked about this before right yeah but i don't know it's a cool model there's not that many thousand songs players but i mean i guess it could be pretty lame if you go to an event and there's two thousand songs players and they both have the same model to lead their army yeah but uh, maybe you could do some simple conversions and make him feel like, oh, that's that feels like another dude. I mean, it's a really good model, so. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, like, I'd rather see two of them than none of them. Yeah, 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 that's true. True, true. Uh, would you, could you see com converting this somehow? Or is that, like, do well, to, could you? Didn't could I say you, that? You could pretty much only change out the arms. Yeah. So. Difficult to convert them for another legion. Yeah. Speaking of Thousand Sons, there's a guy at my local club who's interested in 30k, but he can't really decide on the legion. 30 curious. Yeah. So I, like, one of the options was Thousand Sons. I gave him my my Ariaman model from Crosshair. Nice. Nice of you. Yeah, because like, I wasn't going to use it. Like, I was thinking uh, of just taking the, the pointing hand, because that's basically the only one without a bunch of symbols. Yeah. But then the rest of the model will just go to waste. So I just gave it some. Yeah. So that's what heresy. I... Nice. That's, that's what I did with my Araman. I've just used the hand so far. <laughs> <laughs> one day I will try to convert him. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Isn't Arvid also into Thousand Sons? Uh, apparently he sold them to Eric. Oh, whoa. So I guess I'll see it again, that army, but <laughs> not so far away. In the hands of another. I'm also going to Boros this weekend to, to play some 30k. Oh yeah, I saw there was an event. Uh... What is it part of the some, the campaign? Yeah, yeah. So they're having a campaign. I missed the first one, the yeah. first opportunity to participate. Yeah. But now I'm going there. Nice. Getting so there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean that this is happening. Avaria is coming up, but that's the same time as your event, I think. Yeah. And, and Scanus is the weekend before that. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> I mean, it's it's crazy how many. Uh, events and shit's going on in Sweden, but I guess this is also uh, like after the holidays, people have settled down a bit. I'm like, all right, so now, now let's have an event. Definitely, now now people have time again too. <laughs> I was uh, uh, funny. I think uh, well, I was on the the Eye of Horus, but the episode before yeah. that, yeah, <clears throat> uh, Brendan was on, and they were talking that uh, they didn't do much now because it was summer. And then yeah. Tim asked like, oh, so do you guys play more during the autumn? Because I mean, they have a fucked up world that they live in on the other side of the world where it's like always nice and warm. Yeah. But here it's like nice, kind of nice and warm if it's not raining for <laughs> like two months of the year. So <laughs> we have to be outside yeah. or else we won't survive the winter. Yeah, that's true, that's true. We yeah, no one really wants to sit in and, and paint or uh, or play games. Yeah, and that's yeah. also the time when, like, 
all the shit is going on. Like you, you, you have to do stuff with everyone, like your friends, your family. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I guess they, yeah, for them it's more like, oh, we can't play this time of the year because it's too hot, too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Life wouldn't really happen. So uh, yeah, it's a big difference <clears throat> between summer. But now, like as autumn starts, the nerds will return to their dance. Yeah, yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it. Like, I don't want to go out in this. This is just dark and cold now. <laughs> yeah, it's been raining here for like a week constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so that's good news for us, right? Uh, so that can lead us into uh, what we've been up to. What, I, I, I know that both of us had like uh, setbacks with our new armies. Um, oh, you had a setback as well? Yeah, not as big as yours. I, I, I really... Yeah, you should tell the audience because that that seemed to suck. Yeah, I finished my first squad of Sons of Horus, and then I was gonna lacquer them, and the lacquer totally destroyed them. What 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 happened? I mean, was it like grainy or? Uh, oh. These frosted. Oh shit! Yeah. Was, was it too cold? <laughs> no, the thing is, it was like it was bad weather outside, so I was gonna go and do it outside, but then I was like, nah, fuck it, basement. And then, uh, like, I did it in the basement, but then they still got fucked up. Oh. So, yeah. That sucks. So, I just put him in alcohol, tiarad, and you stripped him. Start all over. Yeah. But it's only five of them, right? So, it's... Uh, Yeah, six. But it's not that many. But still, it's my first squad. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, now you're not going to be very keen on doing the, the lacquer thing, right? I mean, that's... <laughs> no. But oh, I, and I think, I mean, you use the right properties and everything. Yeah. Like the right mix. So I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to have to do it again. Just hope yeah. you have luck. I did, I did it for my ultramarines. And I mean, it takes... Um, it makes them very dull. Oh, I mean, it takes away some of the vibrance of the color, I think. Uh, yeah. especially for the metals but then I, I highlight the metals afterwards so that's not really a problem but still but I um, I was working on my shields uh, which I still have on half on the resin thing you know I've, I've painted yeah. them up uh, but now I took some of them off and like a lot of the color just flaked off you know like mm. maybe I've cleaned them too bad too uh, yeah. not good enough in the you know because I, I, I've noticed that that they are they were very greasy to begin with um, you should complain then, the porch while get some more yeah, yeah just for free but I mean oh, the, it, it's scary because now I'm like okay do I continue do I like put them on mm-hmm. because I've painted not not a lot but I mean I've, did, did you lacquer them yeah I did I did and still that happened yeah, then you I should did. totally tell porch okay <clears throat> like if you clean them properly yeah. and then it still flakes off then it's a shitty mold yeah. Uh, it's a bit worrying because if I put them on, what if the color just disappears after like some some time of playing with them? Mm. I wouldn't want that because I can't really repaint them when I glue them on. That's with the airbrush, you know. Uh, so that took me that, that took away like my I was like I had a flow doing making ultramins, but then that happened and I was like, ah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. God damn it. 
So I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I also could strip them of color and try to, you know, rinse them again and see if I could rinse them better or something. But I, I've heard other people have problems with the ultramarine shields, so. Hmm. Hmm. Or maybe I can just dip them in some kind of uh, lacquer so they, <laughs> they really, they have like, they're interred in resin. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, but uh, so are you, yeah, is that your main thing otherwise? Like uh, painting Sons of Horus? Um, yeah, and my Battle of the Gothic Fleet. Oh, yeah, what about that? So that's going to be at Scandus, right? Or, yeah, like before Scandus, I guess it's not yeah. Scandus. The Friday before Scandus. Also, I, uh, after I went to Norway, I went to a cruise to Riga. Oh, yeah. cool. Latvia. Latvia. Uh, yeah, it's so fucking like level down from Sweden and Scandinavia. Nice, <laughs> nice women and good alcohol. Uh, yeah, um, not that good alcohol, man. <laughs> Cheap alcohol, then. Yeah. I mean, they have vodka, but it's not the best vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, and fuck those cruises. You should, I was thinking about it, you should name your. Uh, your Empress children, your future, of course, Empress children fleet for Battle of the Gothic. You should name those after <laughs> these fucking Celia Line cruise <laughs> ships. SS Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard, I heard a lot of dirty stories <laughs> from those, uh, those ships. <laughs> Tell the audience, what, what did you see? What happened? People are just shit faced or. Yeah, it's oh, we went to like a buffet, like a food buffet, yeah. and there's also a drink buffet. And they have like you know, those uh, like metal taps that you have in restaurants for water and like soda yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they have those, but for wine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And it's a lot of middle aged people, or yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they have those for beers, beer as well. So it's just unlimited amounts of beer and wine on that buffet and people used to like pushing each other to get in holy shit and then they also served like super cheap uh, vodka shots (laughs) and like they have these shows and they have such an atrocious accent in latvia it's like hello ladies and gentlemen this is a happy dance show oh god (laughs) yeah <laughs> Pavel, the magician. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Riga was really nice. It's a nice, like medieval town. I went to uh, like their war museum, oh, cool. and they've pretty much been as fucked over as the Poles throughout history. Yeah, like pretty much in the exact way, same way. Like first, the fucking German Teutonic Knights came there and just yeah. took shit over. Then the Swedes came. Then the Russians came, and someone else came. And this is constantly switching who owns that place. Oh shit! But I, but the city itself still stands, right? I mean, it's a nice yeah. Medieval. It's like a medieval city center, so it's nice. Cool, cool. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. That speaking of battleship uh, Gothic, battlefleet Gothic, right? <laughs> Did you get inspiration on the cruise? 
This is what I'm like. My ships will all be white and blue. Are you playing world leaders? No. It's my rogue trader fleet. Yeah. <laughs> I just heard that there's also a lot of like middle-aged people who want to get laid on those. Yeah. Like a crazy hookup. <laughs> I, I met a guy who, who was working at one going to Finland and he was working as a bartender and there was all these middle-aged women like, oh, do you want to fuck me in my... <laughs> 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 Uh, that's what he told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's what he told me. No, he told me he was like in the in the elevator by an older woman. Like, you look nice. That's not Finnish accent. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, and in fact, they have tax free on the boats because it's on international oh. waters. Oh yeah. But, but it's not that inex- like it's not cheap. It's just like no. it's a fucking rip off. Yeah, yeah, I know. Tax free is usually quite. Expensive, I think. Yeah. Uh, slightly that's cheaper than Sweden. Yeah, and that's not saying a lot. No, that's true. But hey, beer, beer buffet. So. <laughs> yeah. You have to get your fill. <laughs> oh shit! So what? What are you painting for Battlefleet uh, Gothic? Um. Oh shit! What's it called? Uh, an Emperor class cruiser, like a hangar, big hangar carrier. Oh, that's cool. And two uh, smaller, smaller ships. Yeah. Uh, regular cruisers and a Dauntless light cruiser and a frigate and a torpedo boat. Okay. How does it work points wise? Is it like uh, take your entire a, fleet? Yeah, it's an, uh, it's a, a thousand points. Those ships. Okay. okay. And that's uh, the limit, you guys. No, it's twelve fifty. Like first we said thousand, but then Freddy decided on twelve fifty. So now I have to borrow two hundred fifty points. Oh shit! Does does someone have that though? Yeah, I think Freddy has like yeah. a bazillion points of everything in every game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> when did when did you buy your fleet? I got most of it from Jens at the oh, NK course. That, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, he he gave it to you. Yeah. So who's gonna who's gonna play? Because I, yeah, I I won't be playing in that. But uh, you, you yes, play. you will. What? You're gonna know. be you're gonna borrow a free from Freddy. What? Yeah. I don't know the rules. I've never played that. Me neither. What the fuck? <laughs> Are we just gonna be briefed on the set? <laughs> what? Are we just gonna be briefed when we get there? Like, oh, here you go. Just... Uh, yeah, there's a rule book online. I'll I'll send it to you later. <laughs> you just have to. <laughs> Skim through it, watch like a couple of battle reports, and like let's just fucking go. What the hell? So is this the the new podcast battle? Will it? Yeah, yeah. So we won't have any regular regular. No, this is the podcast battle. Okay, well I guess it's good in a way because it would have taken too much time to play, like, with our entire armies. Yeah. I don't know how long. I just assume that this battlefield gothic goes pretty quick. Yeah. Especially if we're noobs, yeah, like, <laughs> like you and me. I'm just gonna ram them. I I just need something with Ursus claws. So I'll <laughs> fire the Ursus claws. Ram them, board them. But will we be at? We will be at the same team, or? We'll, can, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like a doubles. 
Yeah. Okay, we can go down together. <laughs> Dude, I need to find like a captain's hat or something. Which I can wear. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> the Dauntless will go into any combat. <laughs> the ship has <laughs> survived everything. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, it's gonna well, be weird though. I'm gonna use my the fleet I'm making is the Sons of Horus fleet, but oh, then I'm playing Iron Hands. <laughs> oh wait, but are there rules for different legions or? No. Okay. There's not. Good. All right. So, uh, are we going going into Kenneth now? Like what we're what we've been up to? Do you have uh, anything more to say about? Yeah, I guess. Stuff? Yeah. I, otherwise, I've been. I need to paint some things for Scandus. I'm actually painting some Tartarus Terminators right now. All right. Yeah. I have nothing to paint for Scandus. <gasps> it's a bit You're of a shame. But uh, it's, also, it's also, yeah, it also means, like, it's not a shame, actually, because I've painted all of my iron and shit. Yeah. Respect. You should get a medal. Yeah. I think I have, I have like, 5,000 points now, maybe. Holy shit. But I mean, isn't it amazing? Also, I was making the list for Scandus, three thousand five hundred points. I was just, I'll add this. Oh shit, I still need more. I'll add this as well. What the hell? It just, <laughs> I have to bring almost everything I got because I don't have any <laughs> super heavies really. That's the thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. I mean, I have my my, my Malkadors, but I don't have like a Feldlade or anything. Yeah. But still, like my two marketers are more expensive than a felt blade. Oh well, at least that, yeah. Do you think we'll see a lot more super heavies this year? Because last year was pretty laid back in that sense. Well, have you read the missions? Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of uh, super heavies coming on from, like, because you have uh, some Mortalis missions on the sides. Yeah. And they will decide if, like, warhounds and thunderhawks and knights <laughs> come on. <laughs> okay, that's good. It doesn't matter if I have one or not. <laughs> nah. I should, I should have brought... I'm not going to bring my Venator. That's probably a bad thing. What? You're not going to bring it? No. <laughs> Why? That's like the ultimate chance for a Venator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but that not... again. Fuck, I remember last Candace and I had my Venator. And yeah. when I finally faced a fucking Warhound Titan, yeah. I got rid of its shields. And then the Venator drove up to its side with Orth. Uh, and then I rolled a double one to it. <laughs> God damn it. No, I know, and I, I don't think mine performed very well either, but uh, I, I just, it's not very well painted. I think I speed painted it for Lost Scandus or something. <laughs> and since then, I haven't like remade it. I thought I would make it in the MTA. You had a year to do it. I've done other things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but take us start with your list. Go through your list for us. Oh yeah. Uh, shit, I gotta find it. Let's yeah. see. Sent. Sent mail. I wonder if I remember my train. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I have my centurion, my regular cheesy centurion with a boarding shield. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you have uh, a name? He needs a name. Helmut. Helmut. Uh, playing a company of bitter iron. Oh yeah, bitter. Fueled by bitterness. <laughs> That's your new. <laughs> uh, 
so I have uh, my veteran squad in the Rhino. Like, I don't know how much I should go into it because I pretty much have the exact same units that I toss around a bit. Yeah, it's always, <laughs> always the same. <laughs> uh, my veterans are the seven man squad with two out of each combi weapon, a power fist, and a power sword. Yeah. And the Rhino, named the Patera Squirrel, has a Multimata and Dosable. Did you say squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Patera squirrel. It's from it's from Rogue Trader. Uh, oh. It's the squirrel. It's super cute. But then, like, it could after a few generations, it could evolve into like a killer squirrel. Whoa! And just fucking annihilate entire like cities. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's like what the rhino is. It's a cute little squirrel, but <laughs> once in a while it hits with its multimelta and just fucks shit up. Yeah. Don't uh, underestimate the rhino. Yeah, it's blowing up so many vehicles. It's so fucking badass. <laughs> and when you can outflank with the veterans, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, Centurion, veterans in a rhino, Gorgons in a land raider, uh, my Cataphractes in a land raider. Yeah. Those Cataphractes have been through a lot. Like, I've changed them around. Like last Candace, uh, they were regular Terminators. After that, I made one of them into a Praetor and the rest of them to a Command Squad. Yeah. And now I've changed them back into regular Terminators, but with uh, more Chain Fists and two Volkite Chargers. Nice. Oh, more Volkites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can never yeah. have too many. Fast Attack? Nothing. <laughs> uh, troops? Legion Tactical Squad with a heavy Chain Blade. Uh, and my Medusa Immortals. Yeah. Then um, in heavy support, I have my Malkador Squadron, my Land Raider Squadron, and my Predator Squadron. <laughs> You're all about heavy support. Yeah. I have uh, six tanks and two super heavy vehicles in my heavy support. Dang. What do you have? Three Sikarans? Fucking clubs? Uh, uh, I have Cacophony Marines. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and my predators, uh, they have uh, one conversion beamer and uh, last kind of sponsors. Oh, so they're a bit of a, of a heavy, heavy support, a real heavy support unit descent. Yeah. yeah. And my Somortalis, I have my Centurion, my Veterans, my Gorgons, an Apothecary, uh, my Outriders with Plasma, and my Medusa Immortals. Nice. Oh, the Outriders, I love them in Somortalis. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit fucky, but I mean, I, like at first I was like, oh, should I really have bikes in corridors? But then I fucking read Angel Exterminatus and it's all good because they have like 10 rhinos fighting inside of oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's and true. also, most of the time when I use my bikes, they don't really go through a lot of corridors. They just go to a place, shoot, and then they die. Yeah. It's so it's so shitty that they they only have three up save and the sergeant can't have artificer. Oh, so you can't tank stuff. No, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, those are my lists. Yeah, so it's a tank heavy, but it's not a, a tank right of war. No, yeah, I mean I have a lot of infantry as well. I have a, I have like a, almost an infantry unit for each tank unit. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Uh, Actually, I do have exactly one infantry unit per tank unit. <laughs> Powerful. Yeah, I forget. I'm panting during his ears. Are the yeah yeah? I don't know if the if the missions are like a lot of uh, capture and control. I mean, if it's good to have a lot of troops or not, but yeah, I have uh, five scoring. Okay, good, good. So yeah, it was three thousand five hundred points. So anything could happen. I yeah. think it will be it will be okay. Yeah. But I've thought about that about most lists. But since whenever, <laughs> since I started taking medicinal mortals, everything is going fucking downhill. <laughs> like oh, too expensive. Is that why? Or yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> not good. And I, I remember being called like, uh, like a whack faggot when I first started bringing my my double marketers. Like, oh yeah. shit, that's that new unit that's they moved it from. Lord of War now is a heavy sport and people abuse it because it doesn't give, like, uh, what's it called? Price of failure. Oh, yeah. Super good. And then I, like, okay, maybe I should tone it down. Maybe I should bring one Malkador and some Medusa Immortals. And then I've been like, placing last. Nikon <laughs> <laughs> and Hagvarian. It's about to change. Yeah, but, but uh, it, uh, I don't want to take out my military morals. They're fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, you gotta make them work. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're tactical marines are like two hundred points yeah. cheaper, <laughs> like for ten. You can bring <laughs> ten tactics for one hundred and forty, or ten military morals for three hundred and forty. It's an easy choice, though, right? <laughs> yeah, they're so fucking cool. But I mean, at, at 3,500 points, maybe that's where you can actually make it work. Yeah, maybe. And also, uh, it would be, it would feel weird to play Company Bitter Iron without Medusa Immortals. Yeah. Because yeah, you can take Medusa Immortals as troops. And that's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that's the only way to use them in any way effectively, but they're still pretty shit. Yeah. But like you get Hatred Traders, which is a super powerful rule. Yeah. But I feel that if I would just use Company Bitter Iron and then only take Tactical Marines instead of Medicine Immortals, it would feel kind of like abusing that right or yeah. that like I'm not really following the theme of it. Yeah, what, what is it supposed to represent kind of, yeah. Yeah. In a sense. But like, I really only use the, like, the hatred from my Terminators. They're <laughs> only melee units. Yeah. It's not like I want to go into combat with Medusa Mortals. I mean, they only have one attack. And oh. what, minus one to charge because they have boarding shields? Yeah. Or the, the kind of armor? <laughs> it's not the best, but it's... <laughs> Fucking rad. It's going to be yeah. rad. That's true. Take models. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So what's your list? Uh, I think I'm going to... I'm bringing almost everything I got. It feels like. Uh, so I'm going to have 80 models, I think, 80 oh. models. So I'm thinking it's like, it's almost like a company worth of, uh, Marines, which is kind of cool. <laughs> uh, but, um, so I thought, oh, I, I want to, I want to try something different or I, I've been wanting this for a while. So I'm, uh, going to run pride of the Legion actually, All right. uh, which just feels perfect for Empress children. Yeah. Um, I just gotta ask this first, like if you're yeah. bringing this one 
very special peacock. And uh, no, you're not, not bringing Fulgrim. No, I'm not. Wow. That's why I can afford to have all other things. <laughs> I was like, I mean, he didn't do much last time. Uh, well, and and actually, plotwise, he got stunned by night last time. <laughs> could bring him. It's actually. It's you dead. gotta bring him for moral support. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll bring I'll bring the model. And have you get, you gotta take revenge. You gotta put him in the new night fight and fucking <laughs> take revenge. <laughs> this time he's he's wielding a forge breaker. He took it from uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe as a chance this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. I thought no, nah, no. Nah, I, I I didn't perform very well last time, so. I, and that's why, so, I mean, he would take up at least 400 points, but now I, I don't bring him. So it's just oh, so much, so much points, so much things. Um, but I'm bringing, I'm bringing my, my own Praetor, you know, this fully kitted out. And he's, he's underperformed every time so far. He was really <laughs> crappy at Scandus, no, at Lincoln. And then he was crappy against Leon. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's got everything. Uh, but uh, maybe this is the time when he gets to fight against. Maybe he'll get to fight against uh, Primarchs and stuff. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I'm also bringing a Primus Medicae in the Cataphractia armor. All right. The I one you said... converted? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I remember you talking about it, but I don't think I've seen it. It's from the... Uh, uh, no, the Kalth, the Kalth box. All right. That, that guy. But uh, he's got a Phoenix here, which is not legal at the moment. <laughs> so I'm going to convert and give him a, a Thunder Hammer for Scandis. Uh, so then, um, uh, yeah, Pride of the Legion. So I'm going to have uh, two squads of Terminators, uh, one squad of 10 Cataphractic Terminators, uh, which is just going to look sweet. But I don't have a transport for that <laughs> because I don't have yeah. a Spartan. And that's like the Spartan or a Mastodon. Oh, you had ten of them. Yeah, ten of them. But and they're walking. Yes. But they got four up uh, in vulnerable saves, right? And and uh, uh, feel no pain now also. So they're gonna be like, yeah. I mean, yeah. they can they can yeah. be a def defensive unit also and yeah, keep... or just like a, a big ass fucking fire magnet. Yeah, I mean, and also I mean they they are all ranged and uh, so they could walk up and shoot a bit at. at, at mm. Likely armor stuff, <laughs> uh, but I also have the five uh, Tartarus Terminators that I'm painting now, and they're gonna go in a Land Raider, and they four of them have lightning claws, so they're like anti marines basically. Uh, right. I mean, lightning claws are a bit scary because it's uh, as soon as you come up against something, like if a dreadnought attacks them, they're fucked basically. Yeah, I should I should have had one uh, chain fist in the, the squad, but. So what, I, what is the fifth dude have? Uh, he has the Phoenix Spear. All right. But at least if it's like an artificial armored uh, sergeant, I'll hopefully just assault and kill him in a challenge. And then the rest will just carve up. I don't know. But they, they look right. It's way cool, though. Yeah. They're going to look. Lightning Claws. And like, you get to use their, their higher initiative when you charge. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Freaking uh, Tartarus. Yeah, sweep, I'm run. putting some just regular power weapons on my uh, my sense of horrors. Yeah, because uh, like power models and power swords. Oh, nice. Because because they have the the rule that like if they already struck and they outnumbered the enemy, then they get to strike again. 
it's, it's oh, actually okay. worth taking some some initiative step weapon. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. But everything about the lightning claws, uh, and I think that fucking lightning claws shouldn't have shred. They should just be AP AP two. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, the regular strength, regular yeah. regular everything, but AP two instead of three. Okay, but is, that's been their thing, right? I mean that they're they're shredding. You always wound more or less, but yeah, that's like in fifth edition when I play with them, they also had shred, but uh, then all power weapons took away all armor. Ah, okay. So they were better then. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, and they're pretty expensive for a pair of them. Although you get an extra attack. Yeah, so it's, it's super expensive for a pair. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I'll try them out. I need to try them out. <laughs> Couldn't that be a thing? Like, if you took one, then uh, it's AP two. But if you take two, then you get an extra track and shred. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. <laughs> Call games for. <laughs> or ask Freddy to write that in his. <laughs> I bet, like, it feels kind of right points wise because they're so fucking expensive. Yeah, 15 points for a pair. Yeah, they're like a power fist, right? Yeah, they're m more than a power fist. They're like a chain fist. Damn. Power fist is only 10, I think. <laughs> uh, ah, okay. So, but they're, they're coming. Uh, and I also can have a veteran squad because it's the elites, right? So. Veterans in a in a rhino, um, and I gave them to uh, power axes, and I'm not sure. Maybe I'll give them plus weapon skill or something. So they're also a bit close combat, and I, I think they all, they all have melt the bombs. So that's Ooh. that's gonna be my thing, melt the bomb rush, because I <laughs> I have a lot of units with melt the bombs. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have another okay. land raider with palatine blades, uh, and those are like my tanks. I think yeah, I have two land raiders and one rhino. That will be assaulting kind of. Uh, then I have uh, because I just had so much space. I I'm gonna have my breachers and and an assault squad, and uh, so they are also on foot. So I have this huge line of just in marines, which is gonna look cool though when they're advancing. But uh, and and both the assault squad and, and breachers have uh, melt bombs. So that's my <laughs> my trick. If any big fucking knight or something comes up, I'll just have to rush them. <laughs> and just kill it, bring it down. Uh, and then I did something sneaky. So I took my Dreadclaw, but I put my Plasma Squad in it instead. Ooh. Mm, so they're going to drop down and just probably eradicate something, hopefully. Uh, yeah. That's the, only, that's the only thing I feel like is, is a bit harsh in my <laughs> Like, that could be... It's kind of expensive though for to put them in a red car because it's like yeah. an assault vehicle, but they won't really assault out of it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but I don't. Have you you can't. Yeah, you can't take drop pods unless you're playing drop assault. No, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, and I don't. I don't own any drop pods either. So. <laughs> uh, but let's think. Uh, what else? I think. Yeah, two, two apothecaries. I'm gonna have apothecaries with the breachers. I think, and also with uh, a squad of cacophony marines, so they don't kill themselves with their sonic <laughs> weapons. I and th and that's just—I mean, I didn't plan on bringing them. It was just like, oh well, I have to. I, I have to fill up the points. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it. But yeah, a lot of infantry basically is what I'm gonna have. 
which is probably very different from most armies. I don't know. I guess there will be a lot of super heavies. And you're going to have to move super fast to to keep the time. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Last time I didn't really finish (laughs) most games. But Soul Mortalis is nice. Then you have time. Yeah, but you're playing two games of Soul Mortalis. Oh, at the same time as one other game. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. I didn't know that. So, uh, what's your summer talus list? Uh, I think the Tartarus Marines and the Breachers, maybe the Assault Marines. I can't remember. I just <laughs> reduced the other list a bit. <laughs> ah, it's, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a Contemptor also with a Carries. All right. Yeah. You're uh, not bringing, bringing your box thread? No, no, I, unfortunately not. They're not having any contests for threats this year, right? No, I don't think so. It's a bit sad, but uh, I sh- maybe I should have. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be cool. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I'm not saying uh, it's not probably gonna be a good list, but <laughs> hey, we're not about winning, all right? <laughs> That's not what we do. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go there and drink. Yeah. The amounts of alcohol and have a good time. Oh, yeah. I just bought a, a Lini Akavit that I'm bringing to Scandis. Whoa, was that like a vodka thing? Or, well, Akavit? Yeah, because British people are coming and I have to introduce them to oh. like, our Curious. fabulous Swedish traditions of consuming alcohol. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, Max is coming, right? Yeah. He, was, he was on our show uh, before. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun to meet him in person. <laughs> um, and uh, is he, he, he's bringing someone, right? Uh, yeah. Dominic? Dominic? Yeah. Ah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, those, those were our, our lists. For scale. Yeah. I think we're going to win everything. But we're on this different teams, though. <gasps> but we're on different teams. So one of us is going to win. <laughs> Fucking Undoubtedly. Which, yeah, I didn't think about that. So last year, you, you won. Yeah. You, you got the, you're on the sort of Scandus back. Yeah, yeah, I still have the medal. And there's new medals, medals for this year. Yeah. Holy shit. Hmm. Hmm. The one that that's the smartest move we've ever done. Like one of us is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we lose all our games, one of us is gonna win. <laughs> but do do you have any plans for the night joust yourself? Uh there we're gonna use the, the night raffle uh in ice, I think. Ah, oh, all of us. Oh. Yeah, because they have what, twenty one nights? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's that, that's really true. Uh, have you have you got any tickets yet yet for the night raffle? No, I'm gonna get it. Like, yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get them until like the very last minute or? Yes. Yeah. Because I've I've just there's no reason really more than like it's fun to get them just before if we <laughs> win. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get. I want to have a chance. And they look nice. I've seen. Are are all of them? I've seen the blue ones. Is that Freddy who's painting that? Yeah. But Jody's are also kind of blue, I think. I heard. Isn't he painting house 
Melanax? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen those pictures though. Ah. It's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be sweet. <laughs> um so I think what do you say? We'll take a, a quick musical break and we'll be back and talk about tank expansions. Sounds good. Right. Break.
So, there. <laughs> That's the signal. That's the perfect start signal. <laughs> like a, firing a, a gun at like a race. Like a track. And they're off. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to talk some uh, tank mode. Uh, as I said earlier, I was on the iHorse podcast. Yeah. Really, really cool. Yeah. It's like, it's the first 30K podcast that I started listening to. Yeah. For me too. They are, they have a special place in my heart. Uh, yeah. It was fun also, like Tim, because I guess uh, Michael is away and Tim, Tim needs some help to get some <laughs> co hosts or some guests, right? Yeah. And he contacted us, like, yeah, uh, it would be nice if you could come on the show and like talk a bit. I want to talk about tanks and Sons of Wars. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it would be awesome to be, to be on and talk. I mean, like, oh, you're like a, a big, I, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. Ah, uh, yeah, I really only need to talk to Niklas. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> God damn it, Tim. You broke my heart, Tim. You're going to have to, uh, uh, if Michael is there alone, then you can talk some uh, Empress Children with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to have a, a one-on-one show with Michael. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever heard a show with only Michael. No. He's a busy man. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to make it. You're yeah. Tim. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just join yeah. up, Michael. That, that was really cool because I've been listening to them since uh, since I started playing Heresy as well. Is yeah. like at, at Lincoln, he's like got the two red books and uh, an Eye of War sticker. Basically, oh, how yeah. I began all of it. So I have one of the. Like it seems like people want those stickers so fucking badly. Uh, yeah, it's like oh, I have tons lying around. <laughs> <laughs> but I have one on my my case. Oh, nice! Cool. It's protected. Pyroboros. <laughs> Pyroboros seal. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was on there and uh, I talked about the tank mode that I've written up. Yeah. I've been thinking about this for some time, like a tank mode. You're pushing and... your new idea. Yeah, so um, uh, I know I talked some of, about it on the, the other podcasts, and I know like Jody talked like, oh, it would be cool with the tank mode, and then I was like, yeah, I'm actually working on it. Oh, that's nice. So uh, I've been having like the ideas in my head for a while, but now I just wrote it out. Yeah. I don't know if they're any good or. And if anything works, I haven't play tested anything, but I thought like might as well fucking write it out. Yeah, but that's yeah, and that's a good idea, right? I mean, let's uh, keep them flexible, Let, not make the mistakes that Games Workshop does. But like, oh, <laughs> yeah. if something doesn't work, we'll change, or you you can change it. I mean, that's yeah. And I actually thought up uh, some small changes that need to be done. Yeah, you can have to update the new version. Yeah, but tell us what's the general idea? It's like yeah, it's like Centurion. You, you, don't really play with tanks. Yeah, so it's basically the opposite of Centurion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, no infantry tanks, just big boxes of metal to move around on a big table because it's supposed to be played on a six by eight. So it's like uh, a double double table. Yeah. And usually people play like when they play like doubles game. Uh, at least the guys in Buos and Gothenburg, they've been doing this so far. Mm-hmm. They're double games, uh, and I think uh, Freddy has been playing like a 
not a double width, but like uh, a 48 by uh, like nine, no, yeah, like 96, I think. It's been like, it's been wider, but not double width. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is with that is that often you kind of just deploy in one place with your entire army and then you're still like uh, you don't 24 use... inches away from the enemy when yeah. you start. So yeah. you don't really get that much more of a tactical depth even if you have a much bigger table. Yep. Because like the size are pretty much just wasted. You don't really do anything there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've been playing some on uh, uh, six by eight, mm -hmm. which is really cool. And the thing is, six by eight can be a bit tricky to like reach into the middle of the table if yeah. you're not a tall Viking man or a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> or a Sasquatch. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, but it's a lot easier with just tanks because it's kind of annoying if you have like infantry and then you have like a piece of terrain in the middle and then you have to like move them and then yeah. move through it and then you just kind of have to just walk around the entire table to move one by one your infantry so that's that can be pretty easily solved with having just tanks and then you can just put like a really big piece of terrain in the middle because you're not going to use the terrain as much it's yeah. basically going to be like line of sight blocking maybe some forests or some shit. So then you can just easily uh, put big pieces of terrain yeah. to block that off. Maybe you could put like little wheels under your tanks and have this, you know, sticks on <laughs> yeah. poles and like just move stuff like, <laughs> Yeah. Like in this, uh, where they have these naval battles, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Perfect. Like put the uh, like a uh, miniature golf clubs. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Advanced. Uh, yeah, so it's basically just playing with tanks in thirty k only. Because yeah. uh, I, I like the idea of playing on six base usually, but some armies are just not made to do that. Hmm. Like you're playing uh, an infantry army or like a defensive army, then like you won't be able to play some missions because you just these won't work. Yeah, yeah. It's true. So tanks, mobility, and tanks, and armor, and guns. And you found the, the perfect name for it. Yeah, Talern Mode. Yeah. Maybe some, some catchy 30k name. Yeah. There, there ain't no more iconic tank battle, I guess, in 30k. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm, so, and so what, are the, what are the limitations, or what are the basics basically play an armored breakthrough list mm -hmm. marines and everything about this as well maybe you have too few heavy support slots because maybe you have a bunch of predators land raiders and sicarians or some uh, maybe it's not sicarians because then you could take them to leaks but you have a bunch of tanks and you want to use them like maybe like skipping the force organization chart altogether is uh Maybe that won't work because then people will be taking only Sicarian Venators. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah. But I mean, you could have another system. It's like that would be, you know, tank hunters or. Yeah, something. that's true. So that that's the the option of making your own force organization. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I could do that. Just 
uh, and or just limit oh, some tags. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but basically, use running armor to break through. And for militia, you just use Lehman Rasses as troops, like the regular ones. Yeah. Uh, for Solar Auxiliary as well. And Mechanicum, I don't really know. Because they have like three different tanks, one of which is a transport. Yeah. And they can all also play like Order Reductor, then they have some more tanks, I think. Yeah. But, but basically, like, you don't have to be so harsh with the like the rules just bring tanks have yeah, fun. Exactly. bring bring a lot of different tanks and it should be fun right it should work yeah uh, so and i one of the things i really like about it is the, the thing you talked about the activation part is like oh yeah so explain that i wanted uh like a system like an, another initiative step system yeah. instead of the you go i go because like if you start, then you're gonna have a massive advantage if you can get a range and you shoot all of your shit, and then it will basically be like uh, uh, like uh, if you play like a thousand points, it's just gonna be like a thousand points versus six hundred points because like tanks have such devastating shooting, yeah. and if you have a bunch of last cannons and get some lucky hits, then you're gonna fuck the enemy up. Yeah, definitely. And maybe it can be solved by saying, well, yeah, you should always put line side block in terrain, but uh, whatever. And I think this makes it a bit more different. Yeah, so, it makes it more interesting. So I wanted, like, you move a unit at a time, mm -hmm. but still have some kind of control over it. Mm -hmm. And I thought of, like, just how to make this as simple as possible, because <laughs> as soon as you make shit complicated, people are just going to be like, oh, fuck that. It doesn't really matter if it's really simple in your head. Yeah. If you can't just explain it super easily, then people are not going to bother. Like if you're like, yeah, I have these tokens, just download them, print them out, cut them out. <laughs> you think that's super simple. Or say like paint bases with numbers. Yeah. Uh, people are probably not going to do that. So just playing cards. I mean, everyone should have a deck of playing cards or you just go to like every fucking shop sells yeah. playing cards yeah so yeah you use playing cards with numbers pretty easy and they have colors you can differentiate the two sides and then basically just put like before the, the turn starts you just put cards next to your tanks which number they are and that's the initiative that they're going to go at and then both players just flip them and they start from all the bottom then from ace which is number one and then go two three four five six seven eight nine ten oh, so you won't really know what your enemy is going to be like oh okay it's gonna yeah like which unit is he going to move first yeah i really need to activate this tank so i can kill that before he does yeah and uh, then do you fire at the same time as well then yeah, uh, so I kind of this idea also came a bit from the X Wing game because then you have like uh, skill level, and if you have level five skill, then but they have like the opposite, so the lowest start and then the highest start shooting. Yeah. But here's the just the same. So you move first and then you shoot first. Okay. So yeah, if you have number the the ace moves first and then everything else moves and then ace starts firing 
Yeah, but uh, but do both players have an ace? I mean, uh, what? Do both players have an ace? Yeah, yeah. The they don't fire the same. Uh, the the player with the with hearts starts first turn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and then spades starts moving and firing the next turn. Okay. Yeah. So then it will be. Yeah. That makes sense. But then you still like even if you start, you can only fire with one tank before the enemy can fire back with one tank. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. So it's gonna be more like a, a tense fire exchange. Yeah, I, I I like it. I like it. I think it's a because uh, yeah, it takes away the alpha strike elements, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's just gonna feel like a. It's gonna feel more of a like a uh, a different game mode. Yeah. If it plays a bit different. Yeah. Than if it's just. Use tanks. Yeah. Uh, but you yeah, the thing... something you could add like the Alpha Legion has the possibility of shuffling the enemy's deck <laughs> before they flip reveal. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, maybe we should have some Legion specific rules as well. Yeah, yeah that's just. A... But the thing, and I thought because I also also put this uh, special rule like, why the fuck would you need a warlord? Like, what's the warlord going to do? Yeah. Uh, so I had this idea that he can flip your own cards like can can it change cards between other tanks so we show that he has some leadership oh yeah okay so after you reveal them but no uh, yeah like in his movement step i was thinking first that it would be at his initiative so he, mm -hmm. like when it's his turn to do something he can instead of moving or shooting he could switch cards yeah but then i thought that uh, uh he can yeah, he can switch cards during his uh, initiative step. But then I thought that like, it's going to be super weird if he has like number three, yeah. and then like number one, two shoots first, and then it's his turn, and then he switches number two to someone else. Will he shoot again? <laughs> yeah, no, I guess they can't do that, right? So, so then I thought that uh, maybe he should just like at the start of the shooting phase, he can switch cards. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think that's better. So you could be like, shit, I shouldn't have put that tank last. It's going to yeah. build. I need to activate yeah, so, sooner. Yeah, exactly. But then, that's basically the only thing you're going to do with him anyway. Yeah. But then do you, like, after you decided the cards, do you flip them all over at the same time? Yeah. And then so everyone can, so it's open cards from there on. Kind of. Yes. Because wouldn't it be kind of interesting if you still didn't know, like, it's, it's like a surprise. This is my first tank. Oh, okay, shit. Which will be his next tank? Hmm. I mean, as, as a player, you could yourself sneak peek at your own card. If you don't remember which you put second, you could just sneak peek. You see what I mean? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just spawning ideas. Here. That would take more time, but that makes it more uh, like a surprise. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I'm just throwing ideas out, out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, I'm just thinking about it right now. Yeah. Mm. You know, so it's like, I'll activate this tank. Oh, shit. Okay, that's his first tank. Okay. Uh, I wonder, because otherwise, otherwise you could calculate it's like, oh, well, his third tank is going to be that one. And, you know, kind of, so. Yeah. Yeah, in that true. case, couldn't you just be like, okay, I'll blow up that now, because that would be his next tank. And. Yeah, but hmm. 
So if my fourth tank is my Rhino and it's been blown up when I when it comes to my turn four or like fourth card, do I take my next then or or is that have I do I don't get the turn because that tank is dead? Uh, I think that's gonna be dead then. So so it's like oh so it's the other player again. Yeah. Yeah. Because in that case, I think it would be important to to have it hidden. Otherwise, you could just be like, okay, I'll just kill this one because that's his next tank. I mean, if you can one-shot the tank, that's not always possible. But Yeah, I was thinking, like, you, you have your, your movements up first, though. So. You, like, you're going to position them. Like, and I think, the, okay. when I'm thinking about this thing, and probably when you're thinking about it as well, it's like an open field, and you can see all the tanks. Yeah. But, but you're... You, you should of course play this game with cover and oh, yeah. life lock and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I have to think. And, yeah. And, and still, yeah, yeah, like you, you should be able to try and focus out the tanks that are like next in line so they can't do stuff. But okay. still, it's still just going to be one tank shooting another tank. Yeah, so the, the odds of killing it are not really high. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Like, if people try this out, and then the like, I get feedback like, "Yo, this the system doesn't really work." Because whenever it was my turn or his turn, he just blew up the tank next in line. Then sure, then we're gonna have to change it. As yeah. I said, like, I haven't even tried this this game out, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally open to feedback. And like this, later is this guy, right? Posted up on uh, Die of Horus to said like, "Look, I got super excited. Then I saw the initiative system." So like he wasn't sold at all about the cards. Huh. Which, like I mean, fine. Play without it. Like you can use play whatever you want. This is just like yeah. guidelines for using your super expensive toys. If you want to play a regular mode, just do it. If you want to play this mode, but then just use regular initiative system instead of the cards, then do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like, oh, this is now the thing we're running at tournaments and this is the definite. Rules to do yeah, it's not it's like, and I like that about 30k. The 30k players are more; they can adapt themselves to like playing different things. Yeah, because it's like the melt bombs thing. Like Games Workshop put out melt bombs, and uh, people were like, "That doesn't really make sense. Let's not play with it." And they didn't, and everyone survived. And yeah, like people just play the game. But in like the 40k community, seem more like. Whatever Games Workshop put out, they have to obey it because yeah. that's what the tournament organizer is gonna use. And I fucking love going to tournaments and getting smashed. And uh, <laughs> it's like Games Workshop is feeding them shit, and then you tell them like, "Hey, don't you want to eat ice cream instead?" And they're like, "No, Games Workshop told me to eat shit, so I'm eating." Shit. <laughs> like you, you could be eating ice cream. It's right there. Like the option is right there and you can do it if you want. No, like the, the tournament organizers also eating shit, so I better eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you play whatever the fuck you want. This is just yeah. ideas and guidelines and I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and I'm just trying to throw throw some balls back at you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh I appreciate it. Uh yeah, the the initiative system, it's that's it's like if it was if the system that I came up with was perfect, then it would have been done a long time ago. Like different, yeah. 
different games have different systems. I also looked at uh, Frostgrave. Because oh uh, they have like, uh, you have two commanders that can, that like your top commander moves first with yeah. like some units that are close by. And then the enemy moves his top dude with some units that is close by. And then your second dude goes, and then his second dude goes, and then the rest of everything goes. That's cool. So that's also a good system yeah, that yeah. is like not I go, you go, but. Uh, and I think with tanks, since they're so destructive, having one side go first would just be devastating usually. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like I could have done that, but then like you could move like what three units at the same time. Yeah. And maybe that would have been like devastating anyway. So I yeah. decided on just having one one unit at a time. Yeah, I really like that. I really like that. Um and I mean also with the tanks, I guess you won't feel that many, right? I mean Nah. They cost cost quite a lot. In my head I just see like, well, you know, maybe maximum 10 tanks per side or something i mean that's a lot right yeah yeah i calculated uh my tanks i have five land raiders two malcadors and three yeah that's 10 tanks yeah uh, and that was like 2100 points okay yeah yeah so i mean maybe the point system you would have to you know Make it more flexible because tanks, it's more difficult to fill up with like small upgrades than infantry. It's more yeah. like block. It's like, yeah, you can take this for 20. <laughs> yeah. That's a minor problem. That's, that's a minor thing. Uh, but I mean, I think it's going to be pretty quick also. It's like, I take this land raider and I move it here. Like, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. That's the thing also with the, the initiative system. If you would have this in regular three, it would take for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. It's oh not. shit! He moved that. Uh, that changes my plan now. I <laughs> where should I move it now? I was gonna move it over there, but now I'm not really sure. Maybe yeah. I should move it there. And like, it takes a lot of extra time when you have a bunch of infantry. When but you just when you just move like a fucking block yeah. forward, then it doesn't really matter so much. About do, time. Do you still use squadrons? I was thinking about that as well. Maybe I should, but that kind of have to. I kind of have to make like an own force organization thing. Yeah, this game yeah. Like yeah, because I guess the, the idea with squadrons now, I guess, is that you, you can take more tanks for the force org. Yeah. But I mean, um, if you just think about like a tank battle, there could be benefits for having a squadron, right? Or maybe something. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think my tank, my land raider squadron would be fucking devastating in this mode. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, so so more of a there could be some rules for us for a squadron where they are like they work as a team and therefore they get some benefits or i don't know you know yeah that's also something to play with uh but uh, yeah yeah i like i like it i like it a lot and, and then you even made some missions like some exceptions yep. right uh just some uh other kind of basic missions one of them is uh got inspiration from Flames of War. Yeah. Uh, and I, because Flames of War is played on a bigger table or is smaller scale, so it's pretty much a bigger table. Yeah. So you can do a bit more like maneuver warfare in it. Because mm -hmm. in 30K and 40K, it's, you, 
like you kind of fill up your entire deployment zone and then you like you can't really go to the left or right you just have to go forward oh yeah that's that's true so uh yeah this is like you one of them is that you start both of the players start to one side but have to get to the other side Ooh. so like while they're racing to the side yeah. they're shooting at each other yeah <laughs> and that's gonna be cool and uh, the other one is uh you control zones on the table but you start in opposite corners mm -hmm. so that's gonna be like like a regular tactical mission kind of like you have to kill the enemy but then capture uh points now that i think of it maybe i should put the third mission first because it's the most basic because the third mission is just kill each other <laughs> basically <laughs> it's like oh which mission should we play this is our first time playing oh how about this we just set up our tanks and then we kill each other oh, sounds sounds straightforward yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and uh, the second mission, uh, you score uh, like the amount of points in that zone mm -hmm. multiplied by the amounts of hull points you have in that zone. Oh, that's that's a cool tactic. Like a little tweak. Cause, yeah, because I mean, there everyone is playing tanks, and there's hull points everywhere. So yeah, might as well use it for something. Yeah. So it's like, how, how much hold points do you dedicate? Yeah. And uh, also, like, if, you, if you've if taken damage, then you get less points. Yeah, that's true. Also, yeah. So you, you benefit from just damaging enemy tanks as well. Hmm. It's, uh, it's uh, cool. I want to see it tested. Yeah, as soon as uh, Sebastian and my club comes back here, mm -hmm. up in, in Borlinge, we're going to try this out with them. Yeah. Does he have a lot of tanks? Oh, you see yeah. the militia guy? Yeah. Ah, nice. I just want to see a battlefield with like tank wrecks, smoldering <laughs> tank wrecks and stuff. It's going to be super cool. Uh, we played the mission before uh, where I basically had like all of my army against all this uh, like militia stuff. So yeah. yeah. But then he had, he had nine Lehman Russes and a Bane Blade. Whoa. Uh, and I had basically all my tanks. But yeah. then we had a bunch of infantry as well. So yeah. I wanted to try this out with only tanks. Hmm. Yeah, and I guess the idea is that you could even have, I mean, you could have more tanks than usual, right? Again, because normally you're limited maybe by the force org or something. And if you want talent, you want more than the standard amount of tanks maybe on it. Yeah. Uh, you just want lots of tanks. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. Uh, with those long range weapons that suddenly don't cover all of the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. We played about Uzan on 6x8, six, six mm. and fucking battle cannons had trouble being in range. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. And they, they have a 72 inch range. Yeah, and I guess you don't really have a, a reason to get close because you don't want to get into close combat. Yeah, and fucking okay. last cannons, yeah. uh, they're like middle range weapons in this game mode. Oh shit! <laughs> Conversion beamers finally do their shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So super uh, cool. Like even I mean the tank, the Venator, which is a tank destroyer. That's yeah. X, right? Yeah, exactly. But suddenly that tank is like has to get up close and dirty, and it's a fast tank, so it's just gonna hunt other tanks. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. It's a new dynamic, really. Uh, 
Yeah, and I was talking about with Tim as well, like it, uh, vindicators and demolisher cannons. Yeah. <laughs> like 24 inches, you, there's people you're standing on the enemy in this mode. So yeah, they're fucking strength 10 AP2 ordnance. So they're like, you want to get in range with it because it's super damaging, but it's super short range. Yeah, you just so risk kind of cool. getting killed on the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I was thinking, uh, because you, so uh, <laughs> what about flyers? What about skimmers? Fuck I that. <laughs> well, I think you're a bit, uh, <laughs> what do you say? Uh, Grounded. Yeah, I mean, no, you have your, your background, considering your background with all your, I mean, you have heavy tanks, you have heavy tanks, but uh, I'm just thinking like a big battlefield like that, wouldn't you have also like supporting, I'm thinking like, imagine like an assaulting tank force and you have some bikers coming up on the side, like suddenly they're your, okay, well, I guess they can assault, yeah, it, it adds, it's like, then it's suddenly in between again, so. It, yeah, so where should you draw the line? Yeah, yeah, I understand the problem. But I think that would also be this bring so many bring so many small tanks. Then you might as well like then you can just play a regular game but on a bigger table. And you yeah, say bring a mobile army. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, not even flyers flying overhead and shooting. No. Crack and penetrate. It's gonna be it's gonna be fucking gritty tank war. It's like <laughs> fucking uh Sun Hustle. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But then you need some infantry for the tanks to run over. <laughs> Yeah, Tim had this idea as well that you could have like a tank crew that ran away, and I, I guess you could have that. Uh, it would be really cool if you uh, if you ran this as a campaign, and this you can run as a really easy campaign. It's yeah. like a, an armored thrust, and then you just play some missions after each other. And yeah, uh, yeah fuck, I should have this now. And then you could have a tank crew that, like, if your tank dies, then depending on the tank, a bunch of crew disembark maybe some of them will die and uh, if you run off the battlefield they gain experience or something oh that's cool or they could uh, maybe maybe they could even destroy tanks if they, they can have the one melt the bomb nah fuck that <laughs> that's not that's not, like haven't you read it in sun hustle as well like if they get out of a tank yeah he's fucking head for friendly lines instantly <laughs> it's not like they're gonna stay there vo voluntarily and start fighting well that's true but on the other hand in those books they also blow up tanks like crazy it's like oh he just grabbed two of these uh magnet magnetic mines and they just run up put them on the tank run away and just, like, yeah up. yeah but that's when they're fighting as infantry not when okay okay uh. the tank crew <laughs> what if what if um tanks like you have a stationary tank then that has like the crew has died, so you could have your crew run into that tank or something, <laughs> hijack other tanks. Like, if you're, if you're... Now we're getting more into like the role play game rather than uh, like historical wargaming side of a oh. game. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool idea, but like you want to keep it as like simple and pure, just tank onslaught as possible. Yeah, it's like a zoom. You zoom out a bit, and it's like the, it's an armored, yeah, an armored thrust, as you say, or something like that. Yeah, uh, which would also work cool with like, as you said, a campaign 
with other normal games, maybe. Yeah, definitely. This, this dictates the battles to come. Like, oh, well, now you're pushed forward all the way here. Now you can play like a, a what's it called? A Battlefield Gothic game when they yeah. come to the planet and then like a, a landing if you have a drop army or something. Yeah. And like a centurion mode. And then uh, like uh, once they landed, like an armor thrust, and then like a regular game, and then like at the heart of some facility, a summer house game. Oh it's yeah, been, there's so many different game modes, which yeah. is fucking awesome. And this is not even epic because I guess this is kind of in competition with epic, right? In a sense, because epic also has huge tank battles. I guess. Yeah. I haven't played it, but <laughs> yeah. So this is. Like instead of scaling down the models, you scale up the battlefield. Yeah. I don't know about Epic, but this makes it more like, oh, this tank commander, I know he's good, and you like, and then you actually blow up a tank and stuff. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. yeah, you need to leave the tanks though as as like obstacles later or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you can play like a play like a this game mode. Uh, and then you and then you like pull the, the two tables apart and play on one of them a regular game or a centurion mode with a bunch of wrecks that would be cool oh that's yeah that's cool because then all the vehicles will be wrecks anyway so you don't have to worry about oh is this alive because you can't have vehicles in centurion yeah yeah damn that's a good idea you activate them Yeah, maybe you can run around and fix them. Or maybe they're the objective. Maybe you have to go back there and like secure your wrecks and repair them. Oh, yeah. There, it's like you can't let this fall into enemy hands. Damn, that's a good idea. Shit. Maybe you can have like a dreadnought pushing it off the table or dragging it. And then you use like the enemy trying to do the same and then you can't let them. So there's a fight. But the real mission is just to get tanks for the next battle. Damn, this is a good, good mission. <laughs> gotta go in and uh, repair them like a salvaging team like as we're talking about this i'm staring at on the what's new on the horse heresy on fourth world and yeah. there's this picture of the four different sicarians i'm just staring at them talking about tanks looking at tanks oh yeah <laughs> get, get the bundle <laughs> they're actually pretty cool i kind of yeah. wish there was like a like one of them with just a regular centered cannon like uh, <laughs> hey, come over, get over it. <laughs> but like none of them has like a regular gun. There's like the Sikaran oh. Venner is a bit offset and is in the hole, and like two auto cannons on the side, two plasmas, like a minigun on the side, and rocket launcher. Why can't these make like a strength, like a rapid fire last cannon? It's like strength nine heavy three or four that'd be fucking rad with like just a round prey, uh, predator turret more or less on the top right and yeah a single centered gun yeah yep. a rapid I, fire last cannon yeah i get what you're saying <laughs> that'd be sick all right that's the that's the uh that's the nicholas pattern right there yeah. <laughs> Ooh, maybe i oh shit but then like, if you make it. Also myself. 
but you could just put the, the fucking uh you get last cannons with the predators that you can't use because there's no no such thing in heresy like a twilling last cannon on predator oh yeah you could just put it on the sikaran yeah. yeah won't it look too small though or is it big is it scaled yeah, I mean, those last cannons. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You have them on the side, I guess, so. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much Tolerant Tank mode. Yeah, yeah, it was, I, I like it. I, wa I wanted to see it played, and uh, as you said, I mean, it's probably going to develop as it's played. Yeah. What works and yeah, what you got to play as well. I mean, you, you have tanks. I have tanks, yeah, I could probably. What, what, what do you have? Do you have, like, two Land Raiders, a uh, Venator? And a uh, right. Rhino. Yeah. You don't have a regular Sikran, do you? No. All right. Not yet. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, like if you could use rhinos, but uh, I was thinking that maybe they're way too cheap and people would spam them. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's true. Uh, like a multi melter rhino rushing ahead. Yeah, that's probably quite dangerous, right? <laughs> On the other hand, it would be fun to have rhinos because they would die so easily. <laughs> tons of them lying around. Maybe I could add rules for like specialist rhinos, like uh, supply rhinos and army recovery vehicles. Yeah, that would be sweet. Just a dozer blade and like these chains and just goes up to dead tanks. Yeah. It's like an apothecary for tanks. Yeah. <laughs> Because that, that would add another, so maybe it's like if your tank goes down to just zero hull points, it's like a wreck, but it's not, maybe it's not unsalvageable. I mean, you could have weapon destroyed stuff, yeah. uh, or, or if it becomes immobilized, you know? But then uh, you have... did, uh, did you play Company of Heroes? Uh, no, I don't think, it, that's the one that's kind of like Dawn of War, or? Uh, no, yeah, it's a, it's a Second World War game. Yeah, and you, you take squads and you go into buildings and stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you have tanks in that as well, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and in that uh, in that game, you could, as a, the Germans, you could uh, call out this, like, Bergen Tiger. Uh, uh -huh. So it's like an armored recovery tiger. Yeah. So you just had a big crane. And with that, you could, like, uh, repair wrecks. Whoa. Just like that. So it's cool. Oh, <laughs> I That's remember the, you could use this tactic, which was super lame, because you could you could also call in uh, like Humo, which is like a, a artillery tank for the Germans. Yeah. Which is super powerful. You can only have three of them at a time, but okay. if one died, you could call in another. So what would you you, you would do is that you call in three of them, and then yeah. you destroy them yourself, but leave the wrecks, and then you call in three more, and then you can destroy those as well, and call in three more. And then you would just take the recovery tiger and repair the wrecks of the destroyed <laughs> ones. And then suddenly you would have nine of them. <laughs> that doesn't seem broken at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it took so fucking long. So you could only do it like against a stupid computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, armored recovery vehicles is fucking cool. You can have them in the uh, Flames of War, actually. Okay. But then they're they're only used for like dragging tanks that got stuck in the mud. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that would add another. Then it's like for the enemy. Oh shit! Look at that rhino. It's heading to try to repair that. I have to kill it quick. Kill it quick. It's like a yeah. distraction vehicle kind of. And you said that the command the command rhino would be used, right? For like yes. 
uh, it would have the same effect as a command tank, but you could do the same thing within 24 inches. Oh yeah, just flipping over. Yeah, that's why this is my original idea. Maybe it should be used for something better. Still don't oh, know. That's cool. Does it? Uh, can it use its orbital bombardment as well? Yes. Blast some tanks from above. Yeah. Just one still. Oh so, yeah. But can you, yeah. you no. could give that a multimeter, right? Or no, you can't. Okay. Yeah, it's just normal rhinos. Yeah. I see. I see. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I like it. I mean, this is. We need more of this. I like it when the community, or in this in this case, you. But I mean, <laughs> make up these little mini games and stuff. Yeah, I just hope uh, people try it out, and yeah. take some pictures of fucking rad tank battles because yeah. the main thing is that this it will look sick yeah 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 i w I, I, I just want to watch a game of this like yeah i like fell blades and stuff like that i mean this yeah is, you want yes. to have some super heavies in this but yeah like, i was talking about this as well it was oh, i want to fucking do this so bad like a mm -hmm. super heavy tank company with three uh like two fell blades and a glaive that'd be so Oof. fucking cool oh shit yeah just imagine how many targets you would have on the enemy side. I mean, like, <laughs> twice you would have. Uh, damn. You could have, uh, well, you could add Titans as well then, but I don't nah, they're not. <laughs> yeah, people were asking if you could play this with Knights, and uh, I'd say go for it, totally. Yeah, it's like it's, the same scale in a sense. Yeah, uh, and uh, like armored lists have a good chance of dealing with knights it's yeah. not like gonna be this because sometimes knights face shit they can't deal with them at all mm. but tanks are gonna be able to do that and first i thought that aren't knights super slow but apparently no they're super fast so they'll they work move with the missions 12, i think right yeah they move 12 and they can uh, like super run yeah no I, I, that would be interesting because i think knights would benefit from playing on such a big board as well right yeah. Or maybe they wouldn't be as dangerous in in one sense. I mean, they just yeah. don't get up and kill you straight away. Yeah, I think it will look super cool. Yeah, just work well. striding across this field. And then on the other end, it's just these tanks lining up, firing all they have. <laughs> them down, yeah. Hitting his knee and just, ah, oh, it's toppling over. <laughs> My knee! <laughs> Doing this family guy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Does the pilot feel that? He feels everything. If, it, if the knight steps on like a splinter, <laughs> oh, I got a splinter in my... Yeah, he, he falls out of the, the knight. He sits there like... Yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah, like pseudo uh, feelings, or I don't know what it's called. I get, <laughs> I get the psychic backlash from the, uh, from the knight himself. From the machine. <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's it for this segment, right? Um, uh, yeah. So we're going to take another musical break, and I'll be back interviewing uh, Leon, talking about Thousand Sons. Yeah, this is super, like, uh, future past shit, because yeah. you've recorded one part, which is, which is in the past, but then you're supposed to record another part, which is in the future, <laughs> don't, don't that we will put in the recording that we're doing now. Oh, this guy. Don't give away our sequence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to time travel. 
you see uh, the future or is it past? That was a reference from uh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll be back uh, with uh, uh, Thousand Suns talk. Yeah. All right, see ya. to this special interview with Morton from Don't Lose Your Head and featuring Leon Leon Green Whoa. known from the 30k Sweden community <laughs> <Not really. laughs> ah, a bit I'm a noob so oh. I'm very fresh in the community oh, you posted stuff uh, from now on I, I posted noobish questions I think oh, no, well, I don't know maybe some painted models yeah, from time yeah, to time yeah. so. and they were popular I think mm -hmm. they got good response mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to talk. Nice. Yeah, we're going to talk about Thons, Thousand Sons here today. Yes, I got an expert with me. <laughs> you can explain to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> explain to me what the fuck? Why that legion? <laughs> and to prepare Leon, I've hidden him here at work in a little 
cupboard, uh, like a storage it's like, room. It's smaller than Harry Potter's uh, <laughs> yeah. bedroom under the stairs. It's like <laughs> se- seriously small. It doesn't have any windows. No. It smells like alcohol because yeah, which, which is a positive thing though. Yeah, <laughs> and we're sitting here on this rape couch, <laughs> which has weird stains on it, and it's a horrible color of red. Yeah, so. yeah. But also kind of prospering red i yeah, would say yeah, so it maybe it fits of, the theme i think so that's the thought why i got it <laughs> no. smart man yeah so uh, to get into this first of all how did you get into the hobby i'm gonna say miniatures wargaming hobby oh, okay like oh. very broad yeah that's very broad i actually i bought my first warhammer citadel miniature when i was like nine years old i think Whoa, yeah. so i'm i'm over 30 now so <laughs> It's, uh, I will edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> please do. <laughs> uh, no, but um, it was actually uh, like uh, my mom. She was very much into um, uh, like new agey stuff, oh, okay. and she had a friend who owned a store where they sold like you know scented candles and books and um, power stones. Yeah, exactly, power stones yeah. and yoga mats and whatnot. Yeah, and. Uh, this uh, woman, she had a friend who she kind of co-owned the uh, the locale mm-hmm. uh, together with. And uh, in the other room in this locale, it was actually a small gaming store. Oh. So the dude who, who was uh, having his business there, he had like a really nice cupboard filled with painted Warhammer miniatures and Warhammer 40k miniatures as well. Nice. So my first mini I ever bought was actually a Warhammer 40k epic, like back in the day, epic uh, knight uh, titan. Okay. Like these really, really tiny ones on yeah. a 25 millimeter basis. How big is the titan? Is it like smaller than a space marine now? or No, oh, it's okay. like, you know, the, the real knights that we have now in yeah. 30k or 40k oh, yeah. is okay. those, but in like the epic scale version. How, how big was it in epic scale? Like, it, it was like the, the size of a space marine. I was about, yeah. okay, that's yeah. cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first one I ever uh, bought, built and painted and then after that i honestly got more into fantasy so i played warhammer fantasy for a while and uh yeah for uh, yeah just with a ton of different armies skaven wood elves etc and then uh once i got a little older around like 13 i think then i started getting into 40k yeah um and played that for a while with uh, three different armies and then uh, when i got yeah into sort of i don't know university everything yeah. uh, took to kind of a pause yeah and, uh, <laughs> life as, caught yeah, up <laughs> life caught up with me and uh, then i just uh, felt the urge to start again and yeah. kind of being a lurker in the, sort of the whole warhammer community i i i knew 30k and the yeah. scene and uh, since there seemed to be like a a lot nicer gaming atmosphere, for example, not as competitive and more focus on the narrative aspects of the game. Yeah. I I got into uh, 30k that way. Okay. And I actually started out with uh, buying a shitload of Solar Axelia minis oh, because yeah. that army, I th- still think, is like the nicest looking one. Yeah. yeah. But then I wanted to supplement that with a bit of um, Legionaries. And then when they released 
the burning of Prospero. <laughs> you Prospero, were... <laughs> yeah, I, I was hooked. So uh, yeah. from from then, from the moment I saw the cover art, I think then I decided to start the Thousand Suns Army. Yeah, I've always enjoyed the the story behind them as well. I think they're the most tragic legion in a way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and the it's whole uh, so unnecessary. Yeah, it's also <laughs> unnecessary and. Uh, like the whole sensor thing and them kind of drawing it onto themselves as well by yeah. isolating themselves and yeah it's all just very tragic and dark and that's yeah. like the the major draw in for me with the horus heresy uh story yeah line. grim grim dark right? yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> and the whole like uh, aspect of um, a civil war yeah uh, which i think is really cool yeah and to tie it back to that also the sort of auxilia you actually the last time we played a game i which, did which yeah. uh, we talked about on that the show. was cool that was the yeah. first time i ever fielded them so yeah. i'm much more of a like a painter than a player mm. i i i thoroughly enjoy painting and building models and i i i don't want to play in a game with any unfinished models that's yeah. that's, that's a good rule of thumb <laughs> yeah i think so too so that's also why it takes a long time for me to get into the hobby because i try to paint to a very high standard but at the same time it's just a hobby so you can't really put too much time into it unfortunately yeah so. no that's it, it's true yeah. Uh, but yeah and I, I was gonna ask you also you like out of all the 18 legions why the thousand mm -hmm. sons but i guess you answered it by saying the tragic so did you read the 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 novels the horror series yeah novels, exactly or? i read those a few years ago yeah um so you knew the, the story from yeah. that mainly or yeah exactly and just from the old like 40k universe oh ah, yeah uh, mm. so the the storyline has been you know developed for I, I mean, almost since Rogue Trader, and yeah, I, I started playing Warhammer 30k in like the second edition, oh. uh, or sorry, Warhammer 40k in the yeah. second edition. So the 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 storyline has yeah. So you've seen has, a lot of yeah, yeah. exactly. It has followed uh, yeah. with me through, wow. through my hobby and Warhammer uh, engagement. Yeah. Was there any other legion that you were like, hmm, maybe? Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I, I've been looking at all of them. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think honestly, there's so many cool ones. Um, of course, Alpha Legion is like really kick ass. Yeah. Uh, I honestly also like uh, Sons of Horus because mm. I think they're they're kind of the, I don't know, the epicenter of the conflict and yeah, and, yeah also really kind of diverging aesthetic, uh, going away from like the classic Space Marines, which also makes them feel a lot more like a. I don't know, a Chaos Marine Legion, even yeah. though they look very classic, yeah, which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, World Eaters is also a very <laughs> yeah. sort of strikingly beautiful Legion. I yeah. think this dichotomy between looking so, I don't know, noble in their like white and blue and then yeah. sort of... Just covered in blue. Yeah, <laughs> and go, going further and further down. It's pretty impressive, actually, how they could... I mean, it's 18 Legions yeah. and it's only space marines yeah, yeah. and you're like oh that that must be that can't be very diverse no and, and yet yeah, they, they actually they totally manage. managed to do it and all of them ha really have their own personality and yeah. i i i think personally the only ones that really sort of stand out as being drawn too much on influences from like the real world and history would yeah. be the thousand suns <laughs> and the space wolves and unfortunately yeah. i think all of the other legions are really they're really unique in mm -hmm. their uh, in what they have created yeah, so to yeah. speak 
but uh, the space wizards and yeah. Vikings, <laughs> Egyptian space wizards and and Viking warriors from an ice planet. Well, you have a big red beard. Why not? I, why I not do. space wolves? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're too. Uh, they're too obvious. Oh, yeah. uh, they, they do have cool stuff, but they don't have anything released yet, really, for. No, that's true. Their, um, that's true. They have a contemptor, I guess, and and, yeah. Russ and some wolves. But yeah, that's true. No, they they have actually got their prime. I want to have some uh, cool cataphractic terminators. Or yeah, something but like they, the... haven't you seen the the recent uh, previews of no, those? I think no, I like it, okay. there was this um, um, at Warhammer World in August. There was this uh, one day event, and they showed off like a, a preview sculpt of one okay. of the uh, elite terminator. Oh. units that they have okay uh but it, it honestly it didn't look too nice <laughs> so uh, <laughs> to yeah. to 40k or i mean no because... like i would say too too bad of a sculpt like it, oh, it looked like something from the 90s like ouch. sculpt wise okay so well, very out of proportion and kind yeah. of weird looking like the aesthetic was, was fine but mm. just the proportions of it was kind of weird okay. Hopefully no, they'll so, have time to fix that. Then. Yeah, I think so. And it, there was like a massive critique online okay. towards it. So oh, yeah. hopefully they'll. Yeah. Because I, I think, think they will ch change. Some yeah. Stuff. Yeah. The less, the less uh, space Viking, the better in a way, right? Yeah, I mean, they, definitely. They tried but this looked like something like, you know, a, a wolf and in, in oh, Terminator okay. arms. Oh, so uh, it was like really extreme and, yeah. and kind of a boring pose as well. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. But maybe it's like a mock-up of. of yeah. Or just a test mini. Yeah, or yeah. We'll see. We'll see about that. They're, they're definitely going to get some cool stuff, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, coming back to the Thousand Suns then, uh, what's your what's your current army? What's uh, the status of your army? Can you tell the audience what you have yeah, already? Yeah, definitely. So uh, I painted up two uh, regular tactical squads and uh, a rhino to go with that. Mm -hmm. And also a Sikaran Benator. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm just finishing the Osirian uh, dreadnought. Oh, the special uh, yeah. psychic dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. HQ psychic dread. Oh yeah. Um, so that one's almost complete, and uh, then I have a, a storm eagle that's also yeah. almost near completion. And uh, I've taken a break from those at the minute, and I'm working on some uh, uh, Kenatai cult cabal. Ah, the the uh, guys, guys with the swords. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Double double force blades. Yeah, you also have a cool conversion of a praetor you're working on. Right? Yeah, two ones actually, two one. or okay. one one's supposed to be a librarian, I think, yeah. and the other one's gonna be a praetor. Okay, uh, because so far yeah. you've used uh, the Ariman model, right? Yeah. Or, no, or, uh, I've used like a, no, just a term, just some sergeant, and then oh, a, yeah, I think a true. terminator, like that's a cataphracti terminator. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. I also have a cataphracti terminator. No, sorry, Tartarus terminator squad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that yeah. I painted fully, five models. Nice. Yeah, so not too much, but uh, I'm taking my time, and um, I have a lot more in in boxes and drawers built built or half uh, finished yeah i think i know you have a spartan right <laughs> yeah that's still in the box i haven't yeah. even uh, <laughs> cleaned it off from this brew yet so. yeah uh, um what are your like future idea okay well for, of course you should finish what you got right yeah. but what would you like to add in the future are there some things that you're like yep um, gonna get that and that yeah i've been uh, there's always stuff that you want to have but mm -hmm. i think 
for now i i know that i want to get um just one of those uh classic land raiders like a proteus oh, or armored okay. proteus i nice. think they they look so old school which yeah. is really really cool yeah um so definitely adding one of those and then i i gotta have a um some segment uh, terminators the oh, elite yeah. terminator choice yeah. Um, but that's uh, that's the only thing I know for yeah. sure. Do you have a theme for your army, like a fluff wise? Yeah, I've kind of based it loosely out of some uh, of the fellowships uh, okay. that's available. But uh, as of now, it's it's mostly just you know force. Yeah. I I thought of before um, to to make it into kind of a. I don't know, like a joint uh, army together with some uh, Tagmata stuff. Okay. To um, to point towards the, the psychic machines. Yeah, or, uh... exactly, and, and actually, all of the Thousand Suns legionaries that survived Prospero because there was yeah. a, a bunch of them, like stationed off planet. Yeah. And those were mainly uh, with the Tagmata. Okay. Uh, oh, auxiliary cool. units that yeah. they have. So nice mm -hmm. and uh so now we open up the big book book mm -hmm. seven inferno yeah i'm gonna look i, I just wanted to know about the general rules to start with how did they how did they portray the thousand suns yeah I, rules? I think they made a, a very nice rules uh design it's very much based off their psychic potential and mm -hmm. actually all of the legionaries in uh in the army are psychers to some extent okay but not all of the manifest uh, psychic powers that you have to roll for are oh, that smart because that yeah. would have been too much yeah that would be kind of extreme so yeah. but that also means that you <clears throat> all the benefits that you get to each of your squads is yeah. very much independent of the other ones okay so um, while like another legion has the same rule applied to all of their yeah. squads yeah. um these guys can sort of pick and, and choose for each certain squad okay. which which is very beneficial so mm. for example you can uh, you can increase the save on your boarding um, shield marines for Ooh, example yeah that's true which is kind of cool yeah uh, but do they have any rules yeah, that cover they, the entire yeah they do have um so they have they're Legionis Astartes yeah. uh, to begin with, but they also have a rule called Covenant of Sorcerers. Uh, and that means that uh, es essentially you got to have a Psyker as your warlord. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's the problem because like, oh, librarians are not compulsory. No, exactly. <laughs> but you get around that by having the ability to choose psychic powers for all of your HQ's choices. So okay. any independent character... Any HQ independent character who isn't a psyker can purchase master levels. Okay. Also, um, it's not just a praetor. No, it's actually... so any character can oh, wow. purchase, purchase one master level for yeah. 20 points. Um, and then praetors can purchase up to three master okay. levels. But they cost 25 points then for those right. because yeah. they're better. Yeah. So. But that's... Uh, have you thought of any other? Like, I just thought, oh, wow, like a psychic... A legion champion or something <laughs> mm, yeah that could boost himself that could in. be cool yeah i mean there's but the problem with psychic powers is that they're so random so yeah, you can't really... it's kind of based on you know you got to rely on the primaries powers for all of your units that you use yeah. um so i mean okay some of them are really really good like psychic shriek for example is like horrible yeah uh, and so overpowered but <laughs> um yeah just 
you know, always rolling for them creates this huge sort of, I don't know, it's it's kind of a chaos and you, you don't know what yeah. you're going to get and it's kind of hard to plan your army synergy around that. Yeah, that's well. true. That's true. doesn't really make sense with like, oh, they <clears throat> train for all their life and it's like, no, ah, yeah, I don't know what exactly. I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Abracadabra. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, they they have so they have these psyker thing, but they also have another rule called cult arcana, which yeah. means that uh, each uh, essentially all legionaries they can manifest some kind of powers, and that boosts the unit. So you have, for example, quick blood, which adds plus one to run and sweeping advance distances yeah, could be nice or precognitive strike which is also a very nice one uh, where you can reroll fate to hit rolls of one when making shooting attacks but you have to remain stationary okay so they have like a list that you can choose from yeah. five different ones and those are also linked to certain uh, psychic disciplines yeah that's cool so, so it's like the cults uh, exactly those yeah. are the classic cults from the thousand sons lore or, or did, story did they only have five in lore also uh, the, yeah uh, five prominent ones there oh, are okay. others mentioned but they wow. aren't sort of big uh, and and not battle oriented either yeah yeah um, and the way they did it is basically just translate the existing uh the, yeah psychic uh, disciplines right it's like yeah biomancy okay that's now this mm. uh, uh pavoni yeah. cult yeah i mean that's exactly yeah but another nice thing is that if you have a unit for example you can buy psychic brotherhood to your terminator units okay so they can become psychers yeah if you then choose to roll on your psychic powers from the same discipline as you pick for your uh, cult arcana. So the yeah. special rule that you get just by picking an arcana that okay. all legionaries can do. Yeah. If you choose to have uh, the discipline that's associated with that one, yeah. you actually manifest your psychic powers on a three plus. And uh -huh. that's like the main thing, I think, with the army. Because that uh, actually means that you can reliably yeah. use one power die to manifest psychic powers for yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's which true. really, really increases your mm. sort of how many powers you can get out per turn. Yeah. And it kind of forces you to be more fluffy also. Like they should know the same. Mm, or like, Yeah. I mean yeah definitely uh, so and this is something i didn't know because i thought like oh you choose your entire army to be either all raptora or all corvita no but it's you like, can pick and mix that's the oh, cool wow. thing yeah. so it's like oh this assault squad I'll, mm. I'll give them plus one to run and sweeping advance that's cool yeah and then you have this yeah this ties in very nicely with uh, the stuff you have so of course you would pick precognitive strike if you'd have like a heavy support, a heavy support squad yeah, yeah well, definitely and and kind shields you know uh increasing your invulnerable save by plus one yeah uh to, to boarding shields for example or cataphractite terminators yeah. is like immense. <laughs> yeah yeah or maybe Definitely. segment are they by default something or uh no they're no. not uh they well. can they can pick uh three different disciplines but they can choose any arcana oh, to go wow. with the unit okay. which is kind of nice yeah the only uh, um sort of limitation that you have is that your um your warlord and your two compulsory troop choices must have the same cult arcana. That's okay. like the, the minimum requirement. Oh, yeah. that, you so have. that gives you the theme of the army. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. We went through 
three of them, I think. Uh, yeah, so uh, Quick Blood adds to your run and sweep advance. Yeah. Uh, you have Kind Shields that adds um, plus, plus one. one to your Invul save. Yeah. Uh, and then Precognitive Strike, which uh, makes your reroll failed rolls of one when yeah. making shootings. Uh, attacks if you remain stationary. And all of those three are kind of good, I would say. Those right? are really good, yeah. yeah. And then Mental Fortitude, Immune to Fear, and Ad Adamantium Will, Special Rule. And That's kind of nice. And then Ash and Blow, uh, that you gain a Hammer of Wrath Special Rule <laughs> wow. on, onto your squad. Okay. So that can be nice. Yeah. But so, the Adamantium Will, isn't that against other, other Psychers? Yeah. Or? Okay. So mm. they're like, yeah, anti Psychers, Psychers. Mm. Huh. But they, it seems like, yeah, some of them are. Clearly better, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I think people for the most part pick kind shields or precognitive strike. Yeah, that's the those yeah. are the ones that people are going to use. But you got to remember that if you know, you might pick a really shitty arcana just to be able to get that three plus reroll from the, the or, powers. Uh, sorry, three plus roll on your powers. Yeah, that's true. Uh, or, or is it like that? that the, the better powers are in the are tied to the crap um, you're Yeah, unfortunately, like telekinesis. Uh, is very good. Ah, uh, and then and you get kind shields. Yeah, yeah. And then you get <laughs> that's a pretty good call. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. So that's uh, yeah, we're already tied into the psychic powers. Mm -hmm. um, do you yeah? Do you have a favorite from what you've played so far? Uh, yeah, I think uh, telekinesis is the most versatile one mm -hmm. um, because I I like having like both blessings and uh, nova powers and. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, witch fires. Yeah, witch fires. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, do you do you like the way they did it that they just took the existing ones from forty k, or would you rather they no. have their special? No, ones, I actually or? think this is really cool because the way they have explained it, you know, thousand suns or Magnus the yeah. Red, he was like adamant in uh, uh, in constructing the Librarius project, oh, and yeah. the Librarius project is like the basis for psychic powers in the Imperium. Oh. Okay. So that oh, kind well. of comes from that, the lore oh, of the Thousand that. Suns. That's smart. Okay. Yeah. So he so they he stole. hid. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, he hid like their entire uh, way of handling psychic powers yeah. divided by cults. He hid that within the Librarius project. Okay. So, so that's how it's, it's still around, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really nice. Huh. So, um, but do you think like if if thirty k would now get a separate rule book? Mm -hmm. which I think it's going to stay with the old rule book. I don't think that... Yeah, okay, they might tone down some psychic powers. I actually hope that they do, because yeah. as of now, Thousand Suns seem to be quite overpowered. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, by by the extent of the psychic powers that you can have. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's essentially, you know, if you face an army without any psychers, you you just add another face to one player yeah that's which is it's quite powerful yeah know? yeah it especially gets, since yeah. a lot of these are like really potent weapons that can actually damage other squads so yeah and the other player just sits there and like okay yeah gotta take it <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> but i mean we played twice and yeah. i i don't think it's been that no it's, it hasn't like dominated a, no, uh, no but then again i have i've tried to only have a few psychers around so and not I've, take the i've worst seen like armists yeah. online that people have created and especially like you know painting up the models and actually making the army taking it to a tournament yeah. where they have like four uh segment terminator squads that's oh. like eight mastery levels right yeah. there and then you can actually have Magnus the Red as an HQ choice in in one of the like uh, a right or something. Yeah, in one of the right oh. wars. So yeah, it's with, so broken with Sekhmet as troops or yeah, something. Or, exactly. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So then you have like oh. automatically just 
what's that there's like 13 power levels right there yeah. In, yeah then you just you completely dominate if you were if you were an initiate which uh, cult would you join <laughs> <laughs> i think i would uh, i would uh, join the corvidae yeah with Arman. yeah definitely. that's like the four foresight yeah right? the like, foresight dudes yeah, that's uh, so with cool. divination and i like i mean because you can see in one sense like oh well they're looking in the big the galaxy as a whole what yeah. will happen in the future but then in the battle it's like there's a bullet coming from yeah. my head Boom, i better dodge yeah, yeah, this yeah. way exactly I mean, oh, yeah. that's, that's really and cool. <laughs> to be fair I think in some of the novels, like how Ariman actually sees battles unfolding is yeah. like really well written as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, especially, I think it's Guy Haley that's written the last one uh, about Magnus, but Ariman yeah. features quite a lot yeah. in that as well. Okay. And uh, it's quite well written. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. So it's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But let's. Uh, uh, yeah, they have some drawbacks yeah. as well. Oh, like yeah. we, we haven't <laughs> talked about that, but this. No. Uh, so the Thousand Suns special rule yeah. includes science importance. So uh, if you run uh, a Perils of the Warp test and suffers a wound because of that, you immediately take a pinning test on every single unit in your force, which has to be the only Stark special rule, oh, wow. which is kind of crucial. Yeah. Um, fortunately, we have some like war gear that can mitigate that, yeah. uh, Arcane Litanies, which uh, I think it negates the first wound you get from... Um, yeah. Uh, but it, it's also something if the, the if the independent character is slain. Yeah, exactly. If, if all of them are slain, the surviving units suffer a minus one leadership. Oh, penalty. wow. Okay. But that's not too extreme. I mean, if you've yeah. lost all your HQ choices already, then you're yeah, kind of fine. Yeah, that <laughs> might, be, might be true. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's not that's not a biggie, but the, the perils thing is, is quite yeah. massive. And that also, um, you know... It, you can't just abuse psychic powers. Then, then shit will actually happen to you. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's which, good. which fluff wise is is yeah. Good, I mean, right? the, that's the they way have you the want to have it. Flesh change. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. But so. that's not somewhere here in the. Uh, no, that's wise. that's it's the like, only way it's. Uh, oh, you could translate. Yeah, you could think rules. that they maybe turn inside out. Yeah. When they get perils, yeah. and then everyone else is like, "What?" Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but they can't and take. They feel it also. Oh yeah, that's true. But they can't. Uh, they can't summon demons, right? No, that's they not. can't. What do you think about that? I think that's uh, that's okay uh, for now. Yeah. I think that's really good. But I uh, I think that they're gonna be able to in upcoming editions. Yeah, so definitely. what we've seen so far is like uh, with the Emperor's Children, for example, that they their rules got updated with uh, oh, yeah, yeah. upcoming books. Yeah. And uh, I think the next one is actually gonna include demonology yeah, yeah. and demon army lists. Yeah. Hopefully That's the, their what own the rumors say. Oh, I just want generic demons. Yeah, that no, would be. Uh, oh, like I know. not a no god. It's just like yeah. any. Yeah. Oh shit, that could be so cool. Yeah, that would be <laughs> nice. We'll see how that goes. But yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I think right. yeah we have some special <clears throat> war gear. We might just quickly mention some of it. Yeah. Right? Because... So you can the the most powerful one is of course the asphyx shells, oh, uh, yeah. which you can get. You can give them to your. Uh, like your veteran squads and yep. also you can add them onto your um, rotor cannon uh, support squads Whoa, which, which like nobody uses rotor cannons no. because they're shit yeah. but this actually makes them nice because you gain uh, shred nice with this rule that's cool um, and, yeah. and rotor cannons look so sweet I, yeah, wish, yeah, I wish they yeah, were good they look awesome like they yeah. should have something rending or yeah. anything I don't know they're just they just look sweet uh, 
and also some a, a crazy flamer and some stuff like that but uh, yeah but it, it's not really yeah it's it gets uh, like soul blaze which is uh, really unreliable sort of extra damage yeah yeah i always so, forget that yeah. was like yeah. Uh, so that doesn't uh, matter that much. Yeah, and then you have your special dreadnought that you yeah. talked about. Mm, it's like... Exactly. So they get a force weapon. Uh, so yeah. so they can uh, insta death other dreads. Or no no oh. that's not true. They can't because oh. those are hull points and not. Uh, yeah, but but, but they like get... mechanicum. Yeah. Whoa. Exactly. Is... Yeah. So any monstrous creatures would be on on the hit because, list. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's force dread. blade is strength ten. Mm. AP two, yeah. oh, did it show even even like a Thanatar? Yeah. You would just yeah. suck it into the, <laughs> which is really cool. Whoa, Isn't that nice. Yeah, and it also uh, if you have like bolters or, um, yeah, any kind of bolter weapon, you mm. get uh, aspic shells. Okay, on them as well. but that dreadnought has to be an HQ in that choice. Yeah, uh, but not a compulsory HQ. No. I guess just like an extra. Yeah, but you can run it as your warlord if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's nothing saying you can't. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, what more? What more units do you have? Yeah, so we have the uh, the Castellux Ikea Battle Automata, yeah. uh, which looks so oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mention those, but <laughs> the these curved, are like, uh, yeah, they're shoulder the and... smoothest models ever produced. Yeah. They, they look so nice. Yeah, uh, And, and the entire are... idea of like a psychic controlling a robot yeah. is also really cool. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, so yeah. you can, the cool thing about them is that you can fire your psychic powers through them. Oh, so you can get yeah. extra range, for example, yeah. on... Um, uh, which fires, yeah, but uh, but yeah. also blessings, then, yeah, right? well, exactly, just like a conduit, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and no, you can only use uh, which fire malediction, so oh, no okay. blessings, okay, through them, but yeah, but still, that's really yeah. cool. It could be like fire around corners and stuff, yeah. You have this like your yeah. <laughs> imagine in like some mortalis, that would be kind of oh, cool. whoa, yeah. yeah, that could be. I mean, I would be scared of a Castellax anyway. Yeah. So it has the basic Castellax rules, I guess. Yeah, but exactly. then... And then power clause, and nobody knows what power clause ah. is, like, there's no special rules for power clause. Okay. So uh, I think what the design team has said is just use them as power fists or whatever. But maybe okay. if we get a rule book, maybe they'll mention power clause. Yeah, but that's strange because like a power fist would give them strength 10, right? Mm. Another strength 6. Yeah. So what the hell? I don't know. Because that's a... Do normal Castellax? I guess they have strength 10. They have like power fist, right? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I don't play Mechanicum too much. That's, and they also have the, the Asphyx. Shells yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they have shred on on all of their. Yeah, and you can give them flame yeah. cannons and stuff. Yeah. And, I, and it's something like they can also break down, right, or something. If yeah, you're a psyker. Yeah, exactly. Like... So uh, if they're out of uh, psyker range, then they uh, oh. go crazy. Okay. Uh, and then they also have this nice reactor blast rule that you can actually oh. use them as bombs and like, <laughs> really hurt stuff with them. That's cool. Um. So yeah. They're nice. Yeah. Uh, they have like uh, special rules. Uh, it will not die in rage as well, Ooh, which is so uh, also quite nice. So yeah. Fearless and adamantium will, I think. Cool. Well. Are you going to get any? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get <laughs> at least a, a pair of them. But yeah. they're, I mean, I just painted up this Osirian Dread and that kit is so detailed. And I think that these look very similar. So oh, I think yeah. they're going to take so much time to paint. So I, I would rather like increase the points value of the army I have at the yes. moment. True. And then maybe buy those uh, after Christmas. Or yeah, something. but they're quite a lot of points, though. They are like one model. Yeah, yeah so... definitely. And you buy them. Yeah, you buy them. You one... can buy them one one. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. 
yeah. and then yep. uh, the infamous Sekhmet, yeah. uh, two wound terminators. Yeah. That's just you know really By neat. itself, yeah. In cataphracty armor, or yeah, you, you can don't... choose. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So uh, you can choose Tartarus or cataphracty. And yeah. they only released like an upgrade kit, right? No, or no, it's a complete... no, it's, it's a complete kit. Okay. So you get them with the tart uh, with the cataphracty. Ah, oh, yeah. But uh, the torsos are separate, and yeah. also the hand with the force blade is separate, mm, which nice. is kind of cool. Okay. So then you can actually use your Tartarus uh, plastic parts yeah, and, and build them into nice Tartarus variants. Okay. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. They have level two Brotherhood of Psychers, which is really good. So they can yeah. actually uh, walk around carrying four psychic powers if you include uh, the Force Blade uh, activation psychic power and the Primaris power from okay. the... Um, Holy shit. Yeah, from the <laughs> discipline they choose. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people actually use them with uh, power fists just because it's more reliable. Than... Yeah, just a good. That's just a great terminator yeah. by itself. Yeah. I mean, even if you take that, uh, yeah, power fist, and then you have two wounds and mm. maybe kind shields mm. with like three. I mean, that's just hard yeah. to kill. Yeah. Without psychic powers, mm. yeah. <laughs> and then you could get all kinds of stuff. Mm. And then your new guys, the blades. Yeah, the yeah. Kenneth called Blade Cabal. Yeah. Um, those are really cool. Like they, they're of course close combat specialists. Mm. They are also psychers, but they only have a mastery level of one. Mm -hmm. That's really to to just activate their um, uh, their power blades or force force blades. Ah, oh, okay. But they um, can choose other powers, or is it not? No, they can. They can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. They the kind the way that uh, force blade works is that you automatically get the the activation power okay. so it costs uh, power dice to activate it yeah but you automatically know it if you have a force blade so it's like in addition to all your other psychic okay. powers oh, so yeah. for these you would you would roll for a psychic power then you get the primaries power and then you get the okay nice then you get that one as well but yeah. the cool thing about these is like the number of attacks that they can actually stack so the more models you have in the squad oh, surviving yeah. in close combat that's true the more attacks they get so they have two weapons uh which gives them a base attack of two but then if you have nine to ten of them you actually get plus two attacks according to their special rule yeah. and plus one weapon skill so then you have weapon skill six four attacks five on and the then charge. five on the charge <laughs> which, is, which is like horrible but then you have to have nine or more right yeah how many can you take is 10 the maximum 10 is the maximum okay so yeah. it's like a bit fragile and that's yeah sense, but... it's like a glass cannon squad yeah but uh but they're still get one extra attack for four to eight yeah and, if, you're and under... if you put them in anything which is an assault vehicle you're good to go so, but wait, if the squad number three or less, they still have a plus one. Yeah, so, oh, they, okay, are, so they, are, they always have like plus like, two. Oh, wow. So they're three, attack, yeah. three attacks base. Three attacks base, Whoa. yeah. Okay. Plus one if they are above uh, nine. Yeah. Or nine or ten. <laughs> That's cool. Mm -hmm. They're quite pricey though, 25 points each. But, yeah. Um, the, as you said, the glass hammer, you would have to have them in some kind of. Because they only have power armor, yeah. right? You need yeah, to deliver them from an assault vehicle or yeah. something, I guess. And then we have the ones that no one saw coming, I guess. Oh, well, the blades, yeah, I didn't but, uh, see no, either. Before this, there was actually rumors about all of these three squads. Okay. So I think oh. the the Dreadnought, that wasn't something that people expected. But, okay. but there was rumors about like a close combat dual force blade wheeling yeah. dudes. And then the Sekhmet Terminators, of course. Yeah. And also... Uh, regarding these guys there was a rumor but nobody at least i didn't believe them yeah <laughs> um, amitara occult 
intercession cabal and they're like the sniper yeah the they're scouts essentially or... scouts so huh. they're the first unit i think that uh, comes with scout armor yeah, as a, a base like a special unit yeah in that uh, uh and uh yeah they have sniper rifles they're they're essentially like a scout unit yeah. but they're also psychers uh, yeah. and they have stealth infiltrate scout move through the cover like mm. all of that uh, they can take storm eagles as dedicated transports, which is actually quite cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and they have a fixed psychic power, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it, it costs two dice in, in warp charge. Yeah. Uh, it's a blessing and it targets themselves, which is kind of nice. So no um, yeah, no distance really. Uh, is no critical distance to the enemy, yeah. uh, which is nice. So uh, yeah, it's a blessing uh, on, on the own unit. And while this power is in effect, the unit may reroll all its fail to hit and to wound rolls. Whoa. And all of its shooting attacks gain the ignore cover <laughs> special rule. <laughs> and so, you can give them... Well, okay, you can only give some of them melted guns and plasma guns, I guess. But, so, yeah. but even for sniper rifles, mm. I mean, that can be... They're rending, right? Or pseudo rending. I think six... Sixes or AP. I haven't I played remember. with them, so I don't actually uh, know. And I, this is one of those units. I wonder, are they going to release? Yeah. Models, do you think? Or? I don't know. I truly hope so. Yeah, like, that would be, be really they could cool. Make them so cool. Yeah. I haven't. I well, I haven't searched. Have you searched for any conversions of these guys? I've seen some. Mm -hmm. uh, none of them look really good. Okay. I would say, Is unfortunately, just, because like the normal scouts, I think don't look very good. No, exactly. <laughs> that's, that, the that's the main problem. That's why no one takes scout armor. No, I've been like, oh, maybe I could use, you know, the the blood bold human guys. Mm -hmm. They have kind of a mm -hmm. cool that could be converted, mm -hmm. but then they have like sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, and and also I think they're bigger. Space Marines, yeah, probably. So it's yeah. like that uh, it doesn't really make sense. No. but uh, yeah, we. Yeah, it's it's uh, it kind cool of sad or? with the scout armor because otherwise you could uh, definitely use like the more Dayton uh, yeah, Raven Guard yeah. and, and even snipers. The, the Recon the, Marines with yeah. the cloaks. Are yeah, also they look really kind of decent. So those with the special Thousand Suns helmets on, yeah, maybe that would be. Work. So it's a bit strange that they mm. can choose at least. Yeah, but, uh, maybe but, they would have been too good. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But I think that uh, they will definitely uh, release something for these guys. Yeah. I mean, they've released. Is there anything now that's still waiting for a model like squad wise? For a thousand suns. No, for uh, yeah, for for any other legion apart from uh, space wolves. Uh, ooh, that's a good. Like question. any any of the previous books. I don't think there is. But uh, I, you... I know a lot of people waited a long time for the uh, the Iron Warriors. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Terminators. Yeah, but those. Uh, I mean, are, some are yeah. still waiting for Primarchs, but this is said squads. Yeah. Squad. Uh, Squad. I can't from the top of my head. I would just think that there are. Mm. I think there are some that may might never get. Maybe they're just like upgrades. Mm. I know about like the. Oh, like Learning and Terminators, for mm. example, Alpha Legion. They don't have. Any, oh right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's true. And that. They have, I guess, headhunters. They got some mm. kind of upgrade kit. So, yeah. uh, but I think there could be some left. Okay. But yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, yeah. As you said, I mean, Thousand Suns have been lucky lately. They've been oh, really oh, lucky. You yeah, had to they... wait a long time, but then you got yeah everything. But okay. yeah, there's been so many models released for them, and even this, uh, you know, mock-up uh, mini that they did of the Praetor, which was essentially a, a, a test version of how the Sekhmet Terminators could look. Oh, okay. That one even got produced into a Praetor model yeah. when uh, the community rose up and said that we we, we really want to buy this, <laughs> you know. And cool. it's just pointing to that the, the Thousand Suns have been so extremely popular and I think yeah. that Inferno has been the best-selling book ever. Yeah. They ran out of copies uh, 
that's pretty early something. on yeah. even though they they produced more than <laughs> the normal, normal yeah than they normally yeah did, that's so. that say, says something yeah uh, so then, highly anticipated book all armies in here are also highly anticipated yeah we haven't even talked about the talents and the space no, rules, but, but there's so a, much stuff in here yeah um yeah so hopefully we'll get some minis for for these uh, and up until then you can always convert them yeah, uh, yeah. Fr from existing stuff we want so. to see that from the audience we want to see some cool conversions of mm -hmm. these guys do it do it <laughs> i'm not sure about the, the independent characters because they're so they all have they're super special rules. We yeah. have Ariman, and then we have Amon, who got his model. Yeah. Right? Right, Magistus yeah. Amon. So, yeah. He uh, has a beard. He, he does. about your yeah. beard. <laughs> Could... Ben Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really cool. Uh, the model is really nice as well. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful sculpt. And, um, yeah. And then you have uh, uh, Magnus as well, right? Magnus, yeah. So that's pretty nice. So including then the Dreadnought, you have four models for... No, five with the Praetor. Yeah. yeah. For a thousand sun, yeah, guys, yeah. and I mean five HQ models yeah. for for thousand suns released within like, yeah, okay, Araman came last year, but yeah. then like, but, and then it, isn't it a bit sad also that Araman is the only one in plastic, and you kind of want him to be a bit more epic in a sense, yeah, like, kind of. If... But I think they really succeeded with that sculpt. Yeah. I, I really like yeah, it. Yeah, for plastic, he's uh, he's really cool. Yeah, um, and just uh, getting it, being able to get him early on, and and. You know, start working on him was was good. I haven't finished him, but uh, that's also because I'm, I, you know, I paint way too slow, uh, and there's so much cool stuff that you want to paint for this army. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but um, just uh, to as an ending question for the for the army here, do you have a favorite unit so far? I mean, you have. I guess, I guess you don't have all of them yet. No, you haven't tested them yet. So no, you, you exactly. Mostly use generic. Yeah, I've only played two games, uh, yeah. so no favorite unit yet. But then. Uh, from the design wise maybe or fluff wise which yeah, one is your favorite I, I think uh, design wise definitely the Castellax Ikea I, oh, I yeah. think they look so cool like yeah. really really well made and designed yeah um, you gotta make your psychic pravian maybe mm, well I guess you don't, it doesn't yeah. need to be a pravian yeah no but, exactly but that's so. one thing that I know I miss and a lot of people probably do as well like actually having a psychic pravian you can yeah. have a pravian which you can make into a psyker yeah but you can't have castellax Ikea as the squad for him oh, which okay. is um i think really sad it, it would be so easy just to write that in as yeah. like a you yeah, could you upgrade them to Ikea or whatever. yeah something like that uh, that's the only thing missing apart from that we got everything we could ever want yeah i think so then you could take Oh yeah, yeah, and any other character. Right? Mm. <laughs> huh. So, how about the rights of war for the thousand oh, right. sons? We never talked about those. Yeah, thousand sons. So they have two rights of war in the, in the Inferno book, yeah. and uh, one of them is what most people will run, I think, <laughs> and that's the uh, the guard of the Crimson King. Okay, and it's essentially like. A version of you know your classic elite uh, force like pride of the legion but yeah. specific for uh for a thousand sons so mm -hmm. in it uh the segment terminators become compulsory troops uh, which is good yeah <laughs> and also you can bring magnus as uh, an hq choice so and not the lord of war and not a lord of war okay exactly. whoa 
Um, that, that seems pretty powerful yeah. <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. So you can run it at really low points levels. Yeah. Uh, and of course, that also opens up your Lord of War slot in a regular force organization chart. So you'll be able to take both a Primarch and then something super heavy, which is yeah. kind of crazy. So, And Magnus has Master of the Legion, right? Yeah. Yeah, so therefore he can take a right of war. It's mm. like it's like a circular thing. Yeah. <laughs> he allows himself to take himself. Mm. Uh, do you get any other bonuses? Uh, you do, yeah. So you can deep strike all of your Terminators, okay. uh, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, you also roll an additional D6 uh, and select the highest of the two results when rolling for warp charge at the start of your psychic phase, oh, yeah. which is a nice bonus. Mm -hmm. um, whenever you deep strike your Terminators or, or Magnus uh, and also any independent characters, um, you give the, oh, they gain the fear special rule yeah. um, and may also re-roll failed invernable saves of one until the controlling player's next turn so holy shit yeah so okay. it essentially makes them like really just yeah able to take a lot of punishment when they beam down whoa so bunch of segment with kind shields that have a three up invulnerable yeah. and then they reroll yeah. once yeah exactly. then, then deep striking is actually pretty yeah. good you can yeah. just put them anywhere and yeah like, oh, definitely well, come at me you put you... a put a primus medicaid also for a... yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's a good to make it even more yeah and That's uh, so you don't really even have to run this with uh, with Magnus, so you can use oh, this in any okay. kind of battle Just where you wouldn't be allowed to take a Primarch. So yeah, yeah. So you can run it with you. You need to include either uh, Magnus, Asek, or a uh, um, Praetor, a level oh, okay. level three Praetor. Well, uh, but everybody will run level three Praetors anyway. anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, there's no, like, it says limitations, but there's really no limitations. Okay. Uh, you can't have any more vehicles than you have uh, infantry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you can't take allied detachments or fortifications, but then you can't do that with most rights of war either. So. Yeah. And if you're deep striking, you don't really need no. Spartans no. for your Terminators. No. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Huh. So you're good. Okay. And it's going to be so expensive anyway, so you won't even afford the vehicles oh, that I guess, you want to yeah. run. But yeah. but still, I think this is a really powerful uh, right of war that yeah. a lot of people will use. Uh, especially since like the basis for it is like 21 models, and then you can add on you know whatever else yeah. you want. Yeah. Uh, that's at least the lists that I've seen most people do like five, or uh, sorry, four squads of, of segment Terminators and then Magnus. It seems to be a pretty powerful combination. How many points is just that? Based? That's like a, a little over 1,500. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What is Magnus? He's, yeah, he's, he's 500. Yeah, 500. So, yeah, 1,500 points Whoa. right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For 21 models. Yeah. So, a small army, but also kind of cool, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. They don't need to add the fear rule. I'm, I'm no. scared of it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, yep. So what's the um, other one? That and the other one, the other take? one, yeah, <laughs> it's actually kind of cool. And I'm thinking of like at least getting one more um, like troop choice to to be able to use this from time to time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's called the Axis of Dissolution, and it's essentially a representation of the the assembled legion. You know, when when they oh. when they get confronted. Uh, at the like central plaza in Tiska when yeah. when the space wolves attack 
down Prospero and, and essentially all, all of the Legion is gathered in like thousands of space marines in one uh, spot yeah. with a lot of infantry. So that's really cool. Um, and yeah, you got some effects from this, like uh, the Alembic of Adamant, a special rule, uh, which makes uh, any any Legionis Astartes models essentially pass morale checks or pinning tests if they are within six of an objective. Okay. So this is nice. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, you can fire Overwatch at Ballistic Skill 2. Yeah. Uh, and also you get to re-roll fail to hit and to wound rolls for models with uh, yeah your infantry models that uh, are shooting against enemy models which are falling back. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Well, that's yeah, the, maybe difficult to remember. And yeah, and it's not, not going to happen that often, but no. it, it is kind of a, a powerful thing then. So you can, yeah. you can really stay put, you, you know, if, if you win a combat, for example, and you're enemy flees you can stay put and just gun them down which yeah. is kind of cool yeah so it's kind of you know an objective uh, object objective grabbing uh, force yeah yeah so instead of trying to assault enemies falling back or something you just yeah yeah you, you just just stay, stay, stay put yeah i like also that they yeah they made it automatically pass morale tests and pinning but not fearless so no. in close combat you can still get mm. uh, kicked but yeah. uh, but uh, the like uh, the limitations for this is that any uh, troop choices you take for it must be at their maximum possible size, uh, the units. Okay. So that kind of also makes them, you know, even, you know, it's a limitation in a sense, but it's also kind of what the, the right of war is based around. So you're yeah. supposed to have these huge blocks of infantry guarding objectives and trying to break you know, uh, break the enemy by having them yeah. come to you and you, you kind of hold your ground. Okay. So I think it would so be you... kind of powerful with um, uh, boarding shield equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then you need 20 men. Yeah, squads, so, exactly. Uh, wow, that's yeah. a lot of You're going to run dudes. 20 men dudes with, yeah, for any essential troop choice that you're going to have. Yeah. Because all of the, the one that you can use as compulsory... Yeah, they, know, are they are 20. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Oh. Yeah. So um, what would you get? You have you have 20 tacticals. I do have Marines. 20 tacticals now, but like uh, I have two champions and two uh, Vexilias. So I'm, okay. yeah, I need to build like two basic models just to uh, replace those. But yeah. I was actually thinking of having uh, breacher squads as like one breacher squad of 20. Yeah. That would yeah. look really, really cool. Yeah. Would you it use is. some special special shields or no, I've seen I, some I, round shields? Yeah, I I mean they I think they look okay, but they mostly look like uh, combat shields to me. Yeah, so I, that's true. I would rather use the actual boarding shields, like yeah. the classic M MK three kits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they look awesome. Yeah. So especially painted in Thousand Suns colors as well. Yeah, they look really nice. And sorry, I think I got it wrong. Also, automatically pass morale checks. So I guess that includes close combat, right? Because if you fail close combat. You take a morale check, right? I, I can't say that many times. No, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. It. But yeah. I think I think even if you would have to roll like a double one, which is like, oh, you were totally only in close combat. Yeah. But a double one is always a pass. Mm. So if you automatically pass. But then I just don't, don't understand why not say that they're fearless. Maybe it's because, okay, they the don't... fearless also makes you Im immune to fear. Yeah, yeah. that could be something. So yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, that's powerful. So, I mean, <laughs> also like a block of 20 Marines mm. that you can't 
get to run away no exactly. that's, that's yeah, harsh. that you really have to kill through yeah. and also if you're using like boarding shields for example and then you mm. have the you know the the, oh, the cult arcana that can actually increase their involve save four up yeah invulnerable yeah oh. four up involves on any basic uh, yeah how marine. do you get through that yeah it'll just be a tar pit yeah if you get into yeah. close combat Total tar pit, you know. so that's kind of cool i, yeah. I like that idea yeah that's actually yeah, yeah. But uh, but then again, yeah, kind of expensive, like uh, money wise and probably model wise as well. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Points wise, yeah. Well, that's nice. So yeah, I think that covers the thousand sounds mm -hmm. pretty well. Yeah, apart um, from special characters, but yeah. maybe we'll go into them another. Yeah, another yeah, that's time. true. Uh, we haven't we haven't tried them out really. No, that's either. true. We, we yeah, should. I actually uh, have. I bought all of them, but I haven't oh, assembled nice. all of them. So okay. I did a bit of painting on on uh, Magnus this morning, but it oh, takes. Nice takes time yeah he's a big, he's a big <laughs> you, dude <laughs> yeah and you want to have him looking really good yeah, also exactly. it's like a yeah. centerpiece yeah uh, so oh then we can have a primark fight in mm. the future also yeah, yeah, totally. we should have like an escalating and then mm. suddenly it's like oh my god the primarks yeah. are facing off. Yeah, uh, cool. um but then i also understand that you're you're not only into thousand suns you're like into prosper as a whole right so, yeah yeah exactly so i i mean i bought the burning of prosper box yeah. and uh, i think that the, the talents of the emperors are really cool and especially sisters of silence uh, yeah. finally bringing some women to yeah. the 30k battlefields yeah. <laughs> which is badly needed I think. yeah they're pretty good in the books i would say like yeah. in the novels it's yeah, usually yeah. like yeah the, that's the, true yeah the captains they, of the ships yeah. and like knight cap uh, that's true. pilots and stuff they're there. usually quite good there's, at that yeah there's a lot um, of women in there yeah uh but um, yeah, so I I think the the background is the most like interesting and also um, I don't know inspirational mm -hmm. uh, part to keep gaming and yeah. therefore I would like to sort of yeah get into the whole Prospero campaign thing. Oh, yeah. I think that be able to play that. Yeah, yeah, the missions and all of that, and I think that the best start of this would be to actually build a table. Yeah. Yeah, so that I, brings us into something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I have the I have the idea of, of uh, starting starting to build a gaming table this uh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, and I might get to come if I behave. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you will behave. So yeah. I, I, and I think you will be badly needed because there's a lot of a lot of building to be had. Yeah, I like I like how I think you mentioned it once. Like I want to have like a prosperous table. Yeah, and then you came in to my office with like this like fully functional like blueprint with like all the measurements <laughs> yeah. in like millimeters more or less but just that's yeah, how we need this do it. and this and uh and now you have a shopping list mm -hmm. for the hardware store yeah. so uh i, I I'm, I'm impressed mm -hmm. and i think Thank that's you. the kind of dedication you need to actually make it happen yeah. otherwise it's like i'll uh, you start a bit and yeah then, then it just uh, fails yeah you it just does, stop yeah, halfway it doesn't or work you gotta have a solid plan to begin with and yeah. then um you know time time frame and a budget and yeah. kind of work it out but I, it's a six by four, right? Yeah, it's a classic, yeah. classic size. In two parts. Yeah, uh, in two parts. Yeah. So the idea is that you can fold it up and like store it in the basement because oh, yeah. I don't have that much space in my apartment. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I built one gaming table before when I I was a kid. Um, it it was really nice for fantasy. Having it. Yeah. Or, uh, I or did. Like no, thing? we used it for forty k as well. Okay. But it it was like a jungle or death world. Uh, oh, nice. Oh. With a lot of like swampy areas and jungle pieces and stuff. So yeah, it was really cool. nicely built. I I gave it away unfortunately to my oh. gaming club. Oh. so uh, I yeah, and I'm I'm kind of missing it. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know 
where is that gaming club though? Is no, it... it's in Westeros. Okay. So yeah, far from that, here. Yeah. yeah. So not not in Game no, of Thrones. No, West, not Westeros. Game of Thrones, <laughs> Westeros, but Westeros in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, I I hope it's still in use. I, yeah. I think so. It's an active gaming club and it's been going strong for like thirty years now. I think so. That's nice. But the uh, so uh, like um, a wooden frame and then this polystyrene or yeah, something like, like that? Yeah, like a polystyrene plastic uh, sheet or plastic yeah. uh, construction board. Yeah, um, that you will build up. Yeah. And it's like a marble staircase, could you mm, say that? Like the, yeah, it's, the it's kind of like a... Thing? I want to have a lot of options for terrain, of course, to put yeah. on it, but like the basis is essentially having a, an interesting enough uh, gaming table by itself. So like completely naked, it will still be fun to play over. Yeah. So the idea is to have some stairs at the end of a table and at the other end of a table too so it's kind of an incline across yeah. the table yeah and then i have this vision of an aqueduct running straight through it yeah. and also accessing this aqueduct through under underground um, sort of um, not portals but um, you know staircases and stuff yeah, so that yeah. you can actually run infantry units from one side of the table to the other without being shot at yeah and also kind of a i don't know an excuse to have the the table set into different scenarios so you could yeah. maybe run like a a small squad of elites trying to capture an objective yeah in a far corner and they can sneak around yeah exactly like, yeah. yeah so it could be like a game wise kind of fun to have a yeah. varied table like that yeah Definitely. Yeah. Um, so that's the idea, and and kind of like a, a big plaza uh, with uh, just yeah marble yeah marble square yeah kinda. and some places for that are dedicated for like different ruins that you can just place yeah and, definitely and switch yeah so. exactly so uh, dedicated spots like the all the classic game mats have essentially oh, yeah. like yeah. these cityscape game mats mm -hmm. so dedicated spots of the same size so you can have like ruins that you can essentially yeah move around move around and make, yeah yeah, yeah. That's and the, uh, vary vary the table with yeah it. yeah so will it be would it be white mm -hmm. also like this yeah i'm thinking uh, like off white the, yeah. the new games workshop spray the the corex white it's kind of a oh, yeah. it's, it's kind a of a grayish yeah. white it's yeah. not it's not as white as the previous skull white yeah uh, but i think that one uh, would look nice yeah um and, and then, some wash or yeah potentially some washes very very thinned out maybe yeah. so it's
ruins that you can essentially yeah move around move around and make, yeah yeah, That's and the, yeah. Vary, vary the table with yeah yeah so will it be will it be white mm. also like this yeah i'm thinking uh, like off white the, yeah. the new games workshop spray the the corex white it's kind of a oh, yeah. it's kind it's of a grayish yeah. white it's yeah. not it's not as white as the previous skull white yeah uh, but I think that one uh, would look nice. Yeah. Um, and some then, wash or yeah, maybe? potentially some washes. Very very thinned out. Maybe. Yeah. So it's not. So I think cool. I'm gonna try to make it as uh, closely as I can color wise to the bases that I have. Oh, yeah, um, on the army, and yeah. those are, uh, I think they're just skull white, and then a few green and blue washes, oh, and yeah. then they're airbrushed. They were sprayed with more skull white on top of that, and then weathering powder. Okay. Um, so yeah yeah we'll see debris and stuff yeah yeah, 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 it can be really good i think i'm interested this Mm -hmm. is gonna be cool (laughs) and uh, i'm also thinking that you know if i want to get into age of sigmar because Mm -hmm. i have some friends playing that so Mm -hmm. if ever it can be used for those games as well that would be cool so i'm gonna try to keep kind of these sci-fi elements out of it yeah and uh, also out of the ruins uh, and and the terrain that i'm gonna build which would work yeah it would totally work in a prosperous setting yeah (laughs) they could be very toned down i mean it could also be like just a high high city yeah in the realms i don't know what the new Mm. fluff is but (laughs) but something around those just put a realm gate in and Mm. it's like oh (laughs) Um, yeah and any any plans for more armies oh i shouldn't I shouldn't even. Yeah, it's so like this, very evil to spread. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yes. Yeah. What about getting some space wheels yeah, yeah. and some talent? I actually, yeah. <laughs> so I have, I've, uh, I've built uh, one space wolf squad and an HQ choice and. Uh, uh, the guys from the, the devast. No, what do you call them? Uh, the new contemptor dreads. Yeah. So not the oh, yeah. not the space wolves contemptor, but the yeah. the plastic one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are waiting to be uh, painted, and those are mainly I thought for gaming in the, you know, with the actual boxed game that you. Oh you yeah, yeah. I learning. haven't tried out those. No, me neither. Actually. I yeah, I I read up on them, and they actually seem like really fun to play. Like yeah. quick, so, quick and varied, and uh, yeah. there's a shitload of different scenarios that you can run. Yeah, and it's um, like a goal up to yeah, when exactly. Magnus is fighting yeah. Ross. It's like an like... escalation thing. Yeah, yeah. I so, think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and I would love to paint the Ross uh, model sometime oh, in yeah, the future. Yeah. So maybe next year I'll buy that one just for fun. With the with the base tying them together. Also, yeah, or? maybe. Huh? We'll see. <laughs> just put it on the center of the yeah. table or like a mantelpiece in yeah. the apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your wife would be happy. <laughs> what are these? She she knows all about it by now. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to hide you, anything. You set, set it in your sleep. Yeah. Oh, Ross. Oh, oh. Exactly. You broke his back. God damn it. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget. <laughs> I'm really into this by now, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still I still have my uh, uh, custodies and sisters on the box mm-hmm. also. If, if you need to use mm-hmm. them or if you... Yeah. Uh, I haven't taken the time. I mean, I could also take the time to paint some of them just to have them so we could use yeah. them and play. Mm-hmm. Because it's a bit sad in a way that I have other legions now mm-hmm. that are not really... Although I think uh, my Ultramarines would be awesome to play against yeah. yours just with the car- contrast of red and blue yeah i think that they would, would be really awesome good. and you know what we should like um there's this um, description of what what happened in the rest of the universe when yeah. when prospero burned yeah and that the other legions that were fighting alongside the thousand sons out on campaign were oh. actually forced to to you know turn on them and yeah. actually execute yeah. their brothers uh, so uh, and there's a mention of both 
the Emperor's Children and the Ultramarines oh, doing this chat. So I think that we should run like a, a nice little campaign of three games or something to, yeah. to really get a mood going. Yeah, that would be nice. That would yeah. be some uh, inspiration for me to get my Ultramarines yeah, done yeah. also. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think you told me about it. It was something like... And the Ultramarines were really just like, oh, they were fighting together first. I'm like, yeah, it's really good. And mm. then... They, I think it's described as them sacrificing the Thousand Sons in the battle. So oh, they sent them in. Yeah, they sent them in first. Or, yeah, and yeah. then, and then kind of yeah, cleaned up the mess afterwards. Whoa. Whoa. Did um, the Empress children handle it? They went uh, straight on, just oh. gunning them down okay. in, the, in their encampment. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> kind of nasty. I think I heard <clears throat> Tim on uh, the Eye of Horus podcast. He yeah. he compared this with with like. Execute order sixty yeah, six. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All those magic wielding nerds out yeah, there, yeah. You gotta kill them off. <laughs> I like how uh, we never liked yeah. them anyway. We no, just waited exactly. for them. Yeah. I've been waiting oh. so long to put the bullet in that guy's head. Surely there must have been some who hesitated, right? Or, yeah, yeah, I definitely. Mean, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Or or just being scared of them because they're yeah. always kind of portrayed as being incredibly powerful as yeah. well. Which, yeah, which is I like cool. that. I like that they. I think they partly capture that in the in, in the rules, mm. but like it feels like you should have fewer yeah. thousand sons, but mm. they should be more powerful. Yeah. in a sense, uh, at least in in those novels, it's really like that, mm. right? I mean, yeah, definitely. <laughs> they but they're, they're also centered around like the main characters. Yeah, yeah, like, I guess which yeah. are inc- incredibly powerful psychers. So, yeah. yeah. Do you think I'm just going on here? But do you mm. think we'll see like uh, rules for hotter mat and whatever the the, the different? Oh yeah, like the, the car, characters. Car yeah, maybe I, difficult names. Yeah, they're all are they all like the masters of the different cults or something? Not right? all of them, no, okay. but some of them are. Yeah, uh, I think in the uh, in the first two books, uh, or or really the first book, Prosper Burns, um, th- that's. The characters that are focused on there are are the cult uh, magisters. Yeah. So um, those are like the the main topmost guys. Yeah. Uh, I like how it's you have all this like Araman. He's like, oh, I can see bullets coming, and mm. one guy's like, oh, make a shield, and some is just burning tons of space was. And then there's one guy who's like, I can change my appearance, yeah. and he just looks very young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Or like he's. Can you read people's minds or something? I don't know. No, but uh, he's a biomancer, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. So he can be really strong, I guess. Yeah, also. exactly. But, but it, it's mostly like, oh, he just looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> what the him, him and Lucius actually has like a really oh. uh, cool thing going on later on Ooh, in the nice. storyline. Yeah. The guys who like to look good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe he can fix Lucius' face. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's all very chaosy. the the oh, stuff that goes that, on. Yeah. Um, in the planet of the sorcerers. Yeah. Sacrifice a lot of innocent people and <laughs> really dark stuff yeah, yeah. Ah, that's what it's cool for. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. well yeah i think that's uh it's for this all right interview yeah. thank you very much for, thank you for having me it's, yeah. it's been a pleasure i think this has been educational for the audience mm-hmm. i hope that's so. great uh, i hope so too everyone should have a thousand sons legion yeah definitely uh, yeah. yeah red is beautiful yeah it is it is it's a wonderful <laughs> color scheme yeah. 
I hope that the Blood Angels will still stand out when they come. I think they will, yeah. yeah. If you've seen like the latest Forge World releases, like all of these Sikaran tanks that they've uh, made and stuff, they yeah. they look really beautiful. Yeah. And, the, and the new Thunderhawk is painted in. Oh, yeah. It's a bit quite dark, right? Yeah, I guess it's it, blood red. Or yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I think it's, uh, it's a bit uh, sort of softer in, in the feel, yeah. kind of, compared yeah. to A Thousand Suns. And uh, also like the... It, they only run it with gold, I think, and yeah. no, and very little white. So yeah, that's true. Only but, really gold and black. So. But some black also. So and that yeah. is kind of similar. To yeah, it is. Sounds, but, but but then again, um, uh, like word bearers become very similar too, yeah, with like their black and red. Yeah, but yeah. but they're all kind of. I think they've chosen different tunes or or. Uh, yeah. 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 Tunes it, of red. Yeah, that's true. So it looks good. Yeah. I think the. Ah, God, what are they? <laughs> they have like this uh, name for the upcoming book. Is it An- Angelus? Angelus, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's going to be a really nice one. Yeah. I'm really it's got a lot of things it. like demons yeah. and dark mechanicum, yeah. I think. And dark angels and blood angels. Yeah. And also just general demonology. So you're going to be yeah. able, like, all the traders, I think, are going to get. I'm gonna get a Slanesh yeah, demon slanish. army now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Definitely. I can do some witchy poo shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but white scars are not in that no. one. Oh yeah, poor guys. <laughs> but when they get their models, it's gonna be awesome. Like yeah, yeah I'm um, I'm anticipating like MK two bikers. Oh yeah, that would special, be so cool. That would be yeah. cool. And hopefully, also with Angelus, we're gonna get to see some new vehicles. I hope, like yeah. uh, especially special stuff for the Dark Angels, right? Because yeah, they're they they're described as having a shitload of different skimmers and like yeah. really high, stuff. yeah, old high tech yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, Maybe. we'll get something new for them. That yeah. would be nice. Yeah, and they have their own uh, plasma weapons and stuff like mm. that already. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and some cool models. Mm. Some yeah, they can go. Yeah, they can, they're they're gonna be. Uh, I mean, I, for the Blood Angels, I guess we know kind of what's coming. Or it's like, you'd think that the Sanguinary Guard and yeah. will be there at yeah, least. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, and then some other jump infantry, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. It's <laughs> going to be a, a nice autumn, yeah, way, yeah. I think. They have, a, they have a heavy book to try to top off with, uh, Definitely. Uh, with this one. But I think they're going to succeed. It's, it's the production team is so, uh, yeah. you know, they're so talented. All yeah. of this stuff is just unbelievable when it comes to, to gaming material. Yeah. I think yeah. Have, yeah, having right. like been in the role playing and, and miniature gaming world for, you know, almost 20 years yeah. now, I think that this is by far the most uh, like impressive stuff that's yeah. ever been put out. So. dedication <laughs> yeah truly yeah and really nice people too so if you ever yeah. go to like these open open days mm. that they have in the studio uh talk to them because they're they're really friendly and they love showing off their stuff so. I, I wouldn't dare to i would just stand there and stutter <laughs> like <laughs> and then run away <laughs> or something uh well yeah once again thank you very much for coming on thank you uh and we will be right back with the wrap-up
we're back. Or actually, it's just me. I'm going to try to have this serial killer monologue that uh, Tim does such a good job of. <sighs> it's just us now. Nicholas is not here to save you. There's a couple of events coming up in Sweden, guys. Uh, first of all, uh, this weekend, well, depending on when this episode drops, the 23rd of September, it's Nellyx Part 2. This is a campaign that's being run in Borås, uh, Armageddon and Borås. Um, it's Part 2 of their campaign. It's going to play this weekend. And after that, if we move into October, we've got a couple of events coming up. Of course... We have the biggest of all. We have uh, Scandus uh, outside of Stockholm or Solen Tuna. That's a sad can of tuna. That's going to be held on the the 7th. Uh, and me and Niklas will be going to that one for show. I think Niklas will be going to Borås this weekend as well. Um, after that, the weekend after, the 14th, we have two events in Sweden. Lucky us, hey? So, if you're in the south... You might want to go over to Avarii. Those guys are awesome and they keep having a lot of campaigns or a lot of games throughout the year. And I guess this might be their last or maybe they'll have one more in December. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and at the same time in Skövde, uh, where Niklas lives, he's going to hold uh, host an event which is The Fate of Skaraburg. Which is a follow-up to his previous event about Skaraburg. Uh, and that's it for now. After that, it's not until November we have BSK in Boros. And, uh, well, we're just a bit spoiled with all, our, all of our events. Don't forget to get your tickets also for uh, Freddy's night raffle. You know, Freddy, Jody and those guys, they're painting nights like crazy now <laughs> to have it ready for Scandus. Uh, I'm going to get some tickets for sure. And it goes to a great cause as well. Uh, I don't know what I would do though. Fuck, win, winning seven <laughs> nights. <laughs> I've used them as like uh, I don't know book stops in the bookshelf or something. I don't know. They're awesome. They're awesome. Uh, big terrain or something. Anyway, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back with our Swedish <laughs> Swedish episode up. Uh, but that's just a one thing. Don't worry if you're if you don't speak Swedish, or you can start practicing now, and you'll know until uh, until that episode drops. We'll try not to be as lazy as before, but you know, we are just humans, or are we? Are we? Anyway, remember, kids, Fulgrim, as always, both gives head and takes head. Don't lose your head, guys.